Today's episode of Laser Time is brought to you by HelloFresh, and you Laser Time listeners can go to HelloFresh.com and use promo code LASER35 to save $35 on your first week of deliveries. Welcome to Laser Time, the internet's sixth leading pop culture show. Hopefully, we get a little bit, get a little bit of a rise out of this one, because uh, we are talking best of this year. Usually, Laser Time grabs a pop culture topic, grabs a bunch of sound, does a bunch of research, but this year we are talking about our favorite media of 2016. One of the best years of all time. Can we just get that? Yeah. Right that? Well, <laughs> who is with us? Just a real hot dog of a year. <laughs> <laughs> who do we have with us today? Dave Rudden. I'm Chris Antista and New Year's Brelston. And special guest I'm so excited about AFL CIO chairman George Meany. <laughs> or Michael Grimm, who I'm i I'm so glad you were a last minute addition to this because I know you tend to go a little further into it. Like outside of things with Spider Man in them, uh, to watch some I'm an play adult. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, right. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, but I uh, want to talk uh, movies first. Did, did it feel like a good year for movies? No. Yeah, I don't I, really think so? Um, I don't Not blockbusters, but like there was some good indie movies out yeah. this year. Yeah, it seems like because like, like on our show 30 2010, Diana is like the big movie buff. Yeah. And I think she even was like, yeah, kind of like as far as like Oscar buzz or things like that. It's I mean, like, all that not, shit comes out like right now. Yeah. I know, but like not, there's like not even, I don't know. Like yeah. I just, I and just saw. We'll, we'll have a previous episode about Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah. So let's leave that aside for yeah, now. We're the talking about the 67 Metacritic movie. Is that what Ooh. it is? That? Did you see the, did you see the New Yorker review? No. I just saw a snippet of it, and like it lacks the quality Shakespearean dialogue from George Lucas's previous Star Wars. And in parentheses, it says like "Attack of the Clones" and "Phantom Menace." Like, who the fuck are you? Did you yeah. do this to troll people? Wow. George Lucas. That George Lucas yeah. wrote the review. That's what happens from when you let George- millennials write for the New Yorker? Who is G. Lucas? Who wrote this review? <laughs> but beyond that, I want to talk about Lord Jukas. I I honestly can't believe how much more TV I have in my mm. best of than movies, but. I don't see a lot of movies in the theater. I see a lot of movies on demand uh, mm-hmm. later on, but yeah, not a lot stuck with me, and not a lot of rewarding blockbusters this year either. Where I was, you know, yeah. my ass was blown out. Yeah. Um, well, like uh, that just, was from Jack in the Box. It is a weird year because, like, I think they just released. Too real. Did they just release the Golden Globes <laughs> nominees and like? Hmm. Deadpool got a bunch of nominations. It's like it's, Which, it's a good movie, but it's not. It shouldn't be getting like best comedy or something. It I, was like, I thought it was the best. One of the best depictions of a character I really like from yeah. comics on the screen, but I don't love the movie that much. I didn't find it that fun to rewatch. Mm. Whereas Civil War, I loved a couple things about it. Watched it, and I really like it now. I really like Civil yeah. War. Um, I, re- I am was... looking forward to the sequel where uh, T.J. Miller fights an Uber driver. <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> yes, uh, but on the list, Brett, you had uh, your Spider-Man specifically. Specifically Spider-Man for me, because the Marvel movies, like you know, Marvel mm-hmm. not since like age nine or whatever but like the Marvel movies are starting to blur together to me and mm-hmm. I even even me I'm just kind of like yeah I'll go see them but like saw Doctor Strange mm-hmm. in one ear out the other like I'm, yeah. like the visuals were what yeah. I wanted I, I know about I read those comics as a teenager and I was really into it it was really and, fun but it's not that thing that'll stick with me forever and, and the, I wouldn't recommend to anybody who doesn't love like, Marvel films like visually astounding but like mm-hmm. the more I thought about that hero it's like so this well this like there's no reason to root for this character. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this prodigy guy mm-hmm. finds out he's yeah. a prodigy in something else and then beats everybody again. Yeah. It's like, 
so... Oh, and I should say this. If we <laughs> My favorite character in that movie is the fat Chinese master. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wong. Librarian guy. Time, yeah, time permitting, <laughs> we have we are supported by Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time, where every week we put up an exclusive episode for our patrons called Bonus Time. Hopefully Mike Grimm will be able to join us. We're going to follow this up with our worst yeah. of 2016. Ah. But A lot of bitching there. But, but the this is that, all praise. Yes, the thing that stuck out to me the most in, in Civil War was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally getting it right. And this joke, I think, is the one that most people... Um, you'll oh, recall yeah. because it was such a great I don't know or it seemed like an organic joke despite the fact this company owns the movie they're making the joke about hey guys you ever seen that really old movie uh, Empire Strikes Back Jesus Tony how old is this you know that part where they're on the snow planet with the walking thingies hi I, I, I got a giddy I got a giddy yeah. throw of that scene for a lot of reasons, and I'm I'm almost it mad. Sounds even better, slightly sped up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't <laughs> notice it was sped up. I just found <laughs> the clip. So. I, I I just I'm sad that I can never go back in time and watch Ant Man become Giant Man, for, not having yeah. any idea that was going to happen. That blew me away. Yeah, that scene was great. That whole fight scene was like, despite the pictures looking pretty, you know, Spartan, mm-hmm. when compared to the comic Civil yeah. War, which was like thirty heroes versus thirty heroes, and. <laughs> And then you yeah. see, like, here's five on five, and you're like, oh, boy. But and they're they, fighting in an airplane hangar. In an yeah. empty airplane. But, Which is video game budget level. <laughs> yeah. But it worked so well. Yeah. And, like, Ant-Man, like, when he hands the shield back, here's your shield, Captain America. And he's, yeah. like, hamming it up on purpose. And then I thought it was a I, water both, truck. And, yeah, like, like, this. So many good jokes. It's a great fight scene. Spider-Man in this scene and the new trailer where, yeah. like, Iron Man's in it, and it's partially yet to, like, kind of put him in the universe. But it's like... He's a, yeah, he, he finally has a universe. Like, even, yeah. you know, like the original Spider-Man trilogy, as good as they were, it's like it's mm-hmm. still just Spider-Man on his own, and it's not yep. really building out anything. Yeah. Like, it's it's it, much better Spider-Man it, than the last two, and I really, oh, yeah. really hated Amazing 2. Yeah, Have you yeah, still yeah. not seen it? No, I won't even it bother. Just, just the amount of lore it's it trying to set up to make a it's franchise re- within its own universe. It's real hard. Obnoxious. But... As a kid, that's what I, everything I loved about Spider-Man was mm. represented in this. Yeah, in, 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 in the, the new trailer, the twelve minutes that he's in this movie mm-hmm. are just like the movement, the jokes, the way he fights, the way he confuses people, the way mm-hmm. he gets people off guard just by constantly, ber- like constantly talking. It's like that's what he does, yeah. and his fighting style, like part of the fun of him when characters you know how to fight get in fights with him, like someone like Cap I just or, wish there was an edgier guy who wears all red who never shuts up. I know. <laughs> well, he came forty years later, so <laughs> whatever. And, and also, Aunt May is a babe. Mm. Oh, absolutely. And I, I'd, uh, I'd like to imagine. I love that sequence in particular because I really like the jab at Star Wars fans. Sure. And I like to imagine, even though I know it doesn't exist, an internal kind of com- not camaraderie, but like. Uh, trading back and forth from the Marvel and Star Wars people because they're the biggest boy brands Disney has. Disney, be- Jesus Christ, someone listed their year that they've had. Oh, if you look on Wikipedia, the top grossing movies of the year, it's, it's like the you know like when there's insane. multiple things listed and they have the same like header on, in a Wikipedia image. So it's like one through five, and then there's just a big block Disney. Yeah, all Disney. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, the grid. I know exactly what yeah, you're talking the, about. Yeah. On, on that note, like I have said this before, Grim. I love that you're here to not. Totally care about this, but oh, do you yeah. like you don't like you don't like the Disney movies, cartoons, the uh, Pixar? Uh, nah, 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 no, 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 not even the Pixar. You don't have any love for the Pixar stuff. I haven't seen one in forever. I did, did oh, you I like them. They're good. I mean, this I just really... watched the Overwatch shorts now, and it scratches <laughs> the same edge. <laughs> uh, the hmm. Pixar did have anything worthwhile this year? It's kind of like for like the last since Inside Out, they've kind of been like. Well, the, they had two like, movies that year. Yeah, and that was like the first time that happened. I, I mean, nothing's ever gonna live to Cars too, so why yeah. should I even bother? <sighs> they well, still got Cars three now. Did you see that new trailer? Well, he just dies. He dies. <laughs> it all changes. But I, 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 I was speculating, <laughs> writing about that Disney animated movies, which is you know the bread and butter of that studio. 
have gotten so much better that Disney is now the Pixar of Disney. It doesn't make any sense, but like Pixar, Last Dinosaur and Cars 2, who gives a shit? Uh, I but, do want to see the one that just came out, the Pacific Islander one. It's it's great. Moana. Yeah. Moana, Moana is, yeah. is amazing, has great music, uh, it, but... I mean, I keep theorizing that like, I, I can't believe what these movies end up becoming. That Big Hero 6, when I... There aren't really any good Marvel Origins movies, and they made one with characters no one cares about. Mm. It's a great film. Uh, Frozen, using the Disney template to subvert itself and also be an authentic Disney princess film, is fucking awesome if you've never seen it. And Zootopia is, my, is in my top five of the year, period. Is the... Only proof we ever needed that furries have infiltrated dude, the animation yeah. industry. I, I love having your, you here for this because I because I saw it and I'm like I don't want to see that shit. Like Smiling Fox Animal Universe. I don't. Th- they With didn't the mark six pack. They and- didn't market the movie as <laughs> as dies, man. As being a really funny lesson about casual racism. Like I have never seen an animated film, mm. and it's what makes Disney and Pixar better mm-hmm. at it than DreamWorks or Blue Sky. And that they were trying to get a, a really heavy point across to children in a kids' film. I could not. I'm still astonished by it. Yeah. That it, that smiling fox. I'm like that looks obnoxious. He's not the main character, but he's on everything. It's Judy Hopps, the yeah. the police officer, the rabbit who defies the odds and becomes the police officer. This will probably shoot my credit credibility to shit. Hmm. But something else that surprisingly took on race. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Did it really? Yes. And that, I, that movie, it. Granted, I watched it on a flight, so you, know, you can't trust you uh, can't flight trust viewings. That. Uh, you got but, no oxygen, man. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, this has like a lot of good stuff. I think Casey Jones sucks, mm-hmm. but like the rest of the movie is pretty good. Like mm. the turtles have personalities, like they did back in the original one. Like kind of interpersonal relationships that I liked from like the original did you, wait, did you get a clip I have a, yeah it's not the best but it's and, but there is this thing like where they're the, the city is shunning them and, and mm-hmm. they're not being realized for what they did for the city mm-hmm. and it's because they're turtles what are you superheroes <laughs> just four brothers who hate bullies we're here to stop Conan. I love this city <laughs> and, I, and I made sure to start that clip yeah, with yeah. from Michael Bay because yeah. it's like this is better than it had any right to be. Well, it allegedly but, killed the franchise. Yeah, it didn't do that good. Mm. And what what's also sad is that like uh, what's his name, Medea? Mm-hmm. No, is it Medea? I forget. Ma- uh, Medea. Uh, playing Baxter Stockman. Yeah, doesn't oh. get to be Baxter oh, Stockman. Perry. And I'm like. This movie had me watching the credits and like, come mm. on, where's the Baxter Stockman tease? Where's the Baxter Stockman tease? Doesn't come. Really? What's his action character? Uh, oh, uh, t- t- Tyler yeah. Perry? Yeah, 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 yeah. one. The one. He, uh, like he he fought like a <laughs> really mind. ripped uh, Matthew Fox in some no, I, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, got, I really want to watch that movie. But, uh, but <laughs> it's got everything I want. Zootopia. <laughs> the, the premise is is that like animals have evolved and like now predator and prey live together and they talk about how there used to be predators and prey, but the prey constantly treats predators like you never know when they're going to go nuts again man we can't you can't tr- you can't trust a fox or a tiger and all that stuff and it's about people trying to live peacefully together being once tribal and animalistic and i just mm-hmm. it's really heavy source material for a disney movie i thought i don't know if kids guys I, yeah. I, I i saw all the action figures and i was so disgusted like why would a kid just getting a lesson of tolerance hammered into him by this film, but I still think it's beautiful. It's uh, it looks really good, but I don't know. Here's a clip to emphasize that. Uh, Jason Bateman plays Nick Fox, a fox who is kind of a uh, scheming and all that, and everybody passes uh, prejudice and judgment against him. And this is a story about a uh, flashing back to him as a kid trying to join a Cub Scouts group, and I, it moves me every time. Okay, now raise your right paw and deliver the oath. I, Nicholas Wilde, promise to be brave, loyal, helpful, 
and trustworthy. Even though you're a fox. Slap a muzzle on him. If you thought we would ever trust a fox without a muzzle, you're even dumber than you look. Are you gonna cry? What? I learned two things that day. One, I was never gonna let anyone see that they got to me. If the world's only gonna see a fox as shifty and untrustworthy, there's no point in trying to be anything else. Ugh, ugh, really heavy. Jason Bateman, the ultimate black man. And and (laughs) (laughs) I I think you can you know you can put anything you want to it, Mm -hmm. but I just and I also love the. No, it's pretty clear what it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I know it it is, but like it's you know it's usually this whole animal analogy, and I love that it's this city that approximates every kind of environment and animal. It's visually it's fucking awesome. Sure. And, and I thought Moana had moments like that, but it is ultimately a movie on the water. Right. Uh, water effects are great, but this movie is gorgeous, and I love that Shakira song, uh, "Try Everything." <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was very uplifting in a in a year. See, the problem is I would Netflix. never show my kid that. I would just show him Fruitvale Station. Yeah, then- Fruitvale <laughs> Station. Here, watch. Do the right thing. Think about it. You have five minutes. <laughs> Dad, McDonald's closes in five minutes. <laughs> I imagine kids after you know seeing cops kill kids on TV yeah. this year just see this movie. And they're like, "Wow, this yeah. is softball bullshit." Yeah, <laughs> uh, and but we. Uh, I think three of the four of us saw Hunt for the Wilder People, yeah, a movie that really surprised the shit out of me. Uh, yeah. A movie I did like, but I think it could easily be considered bad by other people, was Pete's Dragon, I which I, oh. I, I saw the same weekend, but it's just odd that they're shot in the same city. Oh, okay. And, and, they, and they look... They're all in the wilderness, but they yeah. look very... One's supposed to be Maine. One is clearly the Australian yeah. outback. But Hunt for the Wilder People, great premise... I love that fucking kid. Yeah, the, the chubby great, swag yeah. kid. Sam Neill is great. You got a, a, a like. How would you describe the kid? Uh, uh, he's, he's he's an orphan. Yeah, he's an orphan. He's um, I think morbidly obese would yeah. be fair. Um, but tons of swaggy speech. He loves to loves to speak like cool kids. Confuses sort of like, the shit out of uh, his yeah. foster parents. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah. and so he goes into the foster home of this woman who wants to adopt him. She's married to a man who wants nothing to do with his child, but willing to support his wife. Uh, kind of a let's call him an outdoorsy type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the woman's like an inner city sort of Murray kid who I guess yeah. been raised in like foster homes his whole life. The right? the woman the woman unexpectedly dies. Yeah. And so instead of Sam Neill playing the bitter old man, he decides yeah, I'm just gonna go leave and live in the yeah. woods. You're on your own. Some yeah, like CPS years. is gonna take the kids back because yeah. they don't think that Sam Neill is fit to yeah. raise the kids. Yeah, and he doesn't. He has no interest. Just in like it. in uh, yeah. Jurassic Park. <laughs> so he he never learned. Lesson. So that the whole movie is like this fucking awesome chase movie through the Australian yeah. outback of this kid. New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand. My bad. Yeah, yeah. New Zealand of this kid and Sam Neill just avoiding the police. Uh, like pe- Murray from uh, Clyde of the Conchords. Yeah. Murray. Yeah. Murray. Presents. Uh, <laughs> here's a little clip. Okay, okay. We're in about a million hectares of bush. That's big. It's big enough to hide in for a while anyway. Hectares? But we're heading into winter. It's going to be rough. No huts, no tents, real bush life. Can you handle that? I can handle it. Yeah. And if you play up, I'd dump you. Okay, uncle. I'd still prefer if you don't call me uncle. Okay, heck. <laughs> I really love this. This movie stuck with me. It's I can't wait to watch good. it again. Uh, this is, I, I was talking to someone about this the other day. This is one of those movies where I literally uncomfortable recommending it to anyone. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. My yeah. mom, you, uh, someone I don't know that well. Yeah, like, watching it with Pete's Dragon, it's like, 
I, I would Stop recommend bringing this back to Pete's Dragon. Well, I, I was just saying I would recommend this to kids and families over Pete's Dragon because I, I think there's a couple of there's a little foul language and some, mm-hmm. uh, but mostly it's pretty family appropriate. And like you know, Pete's Dragon was doing the Back to the Future <laughs> hand thing until you I, just mentioned it right <laughs> now. <laughs> I heard it was a colossal failure, and and kind of rightly so. It's nothing like the original. If it was, it'd be even worse. <laughs> Uh, but but I, I don't know what they were going for. But I did like it a lot. But it's nowhere near in the best. Of I have, the year. I have another I, clip of that that I. Oh, did you? It, it, and I, watching it, it's like this is this is Murray delivery. Hit the Faulkner and Richard Baker have been missing now for six weeks. Faulkner is cork Asian. Well, they got that wrong because you're obviously white. <laughs> yeah. You're obviously like obviously. that is so a Murray delivery, and that's uh, directed that by the What We Do in the Shadows guy. Which if you, yeah, yeah, right. uh, that movie is so Who's fucking funny. Doing the next Thor, I think. Yes. I think so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's like this guy am, has not made a bad movie. I yet, am so. so ready for that Thor movie. <laughs> if that poster that cast, was real, that cast oh. is out of control. Uh, I'm ready for that shit. Jesus Christ, uh, Grim, I, you recommended to me, and I immediately checked it out. Green Room. I don't yes. have a clip from it, mm. but man, two Star Trek cast members. Um, Jesus, Anton Yelch. Anton Yelchin, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, final. No, I guess no, Beyond would have been his final movie. Yeah. Um, but Green Room was just amazing. As someone who like kind of grew up in a punk rock scene, not a white supremacist Nazi. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just uh, not a heist movie. What do you call that? Like an escape movie. Dude, it's, yeah, it's like it's escape, I guess, thriller. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's not a horror movie, but it is as grisly as a horror movie. Yeah. But it's like a tense, tense yeah, kind of thing. It, it's well, like, like in most of the cast ends up brutally murdered on screen. Yeah. Uh, and like it, the premise is a punk rock band is desperate to play shows. They play this club in the middle of nowhere. Turns out it's run by Patrick Stewart, head of the neo-Nazis, yes. who's also dealing with drugs. In like rural, I think it's Portland or Oregon. Yeah, or and they, they witness something and they get trapped inside the band's also, green room and need to get out. I didn't know what a fucking green room was. Yeah. I'm like, why the fuck is this movie called Green Room? And I'm yeah. like, oh. Yeah, the bands get trapped backstage yeah. to escape this club full of hmm. guns and neo-Nazis. And, and huge neo-Nazis. Terrifying. Yeah, and it is so like it's one of those movies like you know oh you kill a character wow mm-hmm. it's so edgy but it is one of those movies where it's like anyone can go at yeah, any anybody moment. can and they nobody, want to kill all of them pretty much and yeah, Jesus yeah. It, it's it's really lo-fi thrills once like, it gets going it does not stop until yeah. the movie is over so you're just sitting there like <laughs> the whole time and it's got maybe from uh, Arrested Development yes mm-hmm. Shaw, Shaw Cat. I did feel really morbid watching the new Star Trek movie mm-hmm. this year like. Okay, who gets who get who goes first? Who gets mm. the first building that of movie death? Fucking sucked, but yeah, no, I guess that that's good. for the other one, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, wait, wait for the worst. But it, yeah, but it was yeah, just yeah. like who is, do you put Spock first or do you put Anton Yelchin? For, like like yeah. Nimoy or Yelchin? I think Leonard Nimoy was first. Yeah, in the credits. That's the one I'd put first. Yeah, but no offense, he's Anton. not as central to the movie. Like <laughs> yeah, he true. was not in half of this movie. But he is synonymous wait, with the brand. Beyond? Yeah. Beyond. He's not in the movie at all. Yeah, but no, they no, still no, in, no. In memory of. Yeah, they have both in memories. Oh, like, God. Both, oh, I yeah. see. Sorry. sorry yeah, sorry. At, yeah, the, yeah, at the beginning of the credits. Alert. Put the VCR on pause. Ah! Hello, listeners. Welcome to 2017. You got any New Year's resolutions? I know I do. It involves 
losing a little weight, and that means eating healthier. And today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. And guess what? If you go to HelloFresh.com right now and use promo code LASER35, you can save $35 on your first week of deliveries. And this is a good thing because HelloFresh believes there's a chef in everyone. And that's why they've mastered the art of sending uh, meal delivery kits to your home to make cooking fun, easy, and convenient. Every week, HelloFresh creates new recipes with full-color, step-by-step instructions to make it as easy as possible, even for a cooking noob like me. And better still, HelloFresh uses the freshest ingredients measured out in the exact quantities you need, so there's no guesswork and better still, no waste. HelloFresh employs a full-time dietitian who reviews every recipe to ensure it's naturally balanced. And guess what? If you're like me, you can use their recipes and make it again. Yes, I use HelloFresh. I got a great cauliflower chickpea recipe that I've used over and over again that I got directly from them, and I hope to do that more in the new year. But yes, HelloFresh delivers straight to your door in a special insulated box for free. That's right, the shipping is free. And if you'd like to save a little more, reminder, you Laser Time listeners can go to HelloFresh.com and enter in promo code LASER35 to save $35 on your first week of HelloFresh deliveries. like laser time shows then you might like bonus time laser time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time here's a taste of what you've been missing deploying overseas the analogy that i use is not a very popular one but mm. i i equate it to going to prison you go you go away for a year mm-hmm. um the world keeps moving on without you, you yeah know, fa- friends family bills need to be paid it's kind of like you're just getting transplanted into this into onto Mars for all intents and purposes. What the fuck just happened? I've not yeah. had that luxury because I I did I was able to talk to some, a long time ago talk to a pair of vendors whose job it was to basically set up a store overseas for the military oh, yeah. and about the stories of like the soldiers depend on what the government gives them and what they can bring in a duffel bag and usually that doesn't include a console Ooh, no, uh, and very- it's boring it, like in between the jarring nature of. Life and death situation is pure boredom. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it's pure absolutely. boredom. The U.S. is trying to close up mm. those those I see venues, those mm. uh, theaters over there, both in Iraq and Afghanistan. And as I close those bases up, mm. MWR morale, welfare, and recreation facilities those end up getting cut first. So you mm. got guys that military is great at providing beans and bullets, but when it comes to like <laughs> things to do, they just you know it's like. And so you get, you know, you see scenes like, you know, I think it's Jarhead. I forgot which movie it was, but there's one guy, they're testing out uh, plate carriers, like ballistic vests. And mm-hmm. one guy's like, I'm going to stab you in the chest. So there's a, I forgot what that was. <laughs> yeah, but guys too. do that shit because yeah. there's nothing <laughs> to fuck do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not equating that to this, but just like when you're in the Midwest and it's like, it's the 80s or 90s. There's no, there's no internet. There's nothing to do. Like, do you think if you push me off... If you push me off this in a shopping cart, do you think I'll make it? I, I bet I will. I was just... I dare your ass. And you're just like, yeah, when when you run out of things to do, it's like, well, put that vest on. Let's see if this knife goes yeah. through it. Mike like, Tyson's punch-out isn't out for another two months. we got to fill the time somehow. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's... Um, Here, here's a dumb question about that, though. How do you, you get yeah. drugs over there? Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. Laser Time, second segment. Let's go. 
I actually I saw April in the Extraordinary World, but I fell asleep too much. I like. I, I mean, it's so it's great. Seventy five percent. It's like a, a French really, Ghibli movie. Yeah. It was really cool. Oh, nice. It gets a bit stupid at the end, <laughs> and I don't want to spoil it, but like. It's a charming, like, French movie. In a world deprived of invention and stuck in the age of steam, the greatest scientific minds are disappearing. Let's get to the talking cat. <laughs> this sounds like nice. I'm going to play it. Yeah, no, I, 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 the, the version I watched. You was, paused uh, it at the best possible moment. <laughs> it was a, it, it was a French dub. Yeah, I'm giving or the, the French uh, sub with uh, sub episodes we're playing around. I'm giving all the guys visual aids. I hope that yeah. doesn't hurt your experiencing as uh, experiencing this as listeners. Um, yeah, I thought that was really really cool, but yeah. it didn't. I, I I forgot I saw. It. Yeah. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot I saw it. Uh, but the fact that I was like sad that it's a talking cat might die. Mm. Like, oh, this it did its job. But I didn't see Don't Breathe, and you recommended that for a that new might, horror movie. Yeah, that might be my favorite horror movie of the year. I, I did really? like the uh, the Vivitch a I, lot. Did you see? Did everybody see the Vivitch? You didn't see the Vivitch. I just I haven't rewatched it, but I thought it was the most unique way to authentically scare me. And by that, they they pretty much ground you in the reality of being someone in this era by really playing up the way they speak. It's sometimes pretty impenetrable. The first twenty minutes, I'm like, I don't know what the actual plot is because yes. they're all speaking in like yeah it, old, it, it, they, their like, goal was to make a cynical atheist afraid of the devil yeah. they yeah. somehow made it work for me and it was fucking great right. yeah. I loved it it was they, funny because I rewatched uh, The Dark Knight the day before mm-hmm. which you know how whenever Joker's on they have that string that yeah. and they did the exact same thing in that yeah. witch movie all, all the time it's just like and you're like stop no, I, I, I didn't see it but the two things that Carolyn mentioned mm-hmm. that stood out was one that they, the way they shot this movie Carolyn. They didn't do anything like everything they built. They built with mm-hmm. materials of the era, yeah. apparently. So that's why it looks and feels so authentic. Is like they didn't. Yeah. All right, yeah. uh, when the cameras go off, uh, in come the uh, iPhone sevens and all that. Yeah. Like they were. Uh, you you, you know, made your house at a spare fence post. There yeah. might be a goblin out there. And yeah, yeah. trying to be pretty, everything. trying to be authentic yeah. even with the way things were built. Floors but then, are made yeah. of dirt. It, it's it, also natural light, right? <laughs> like that's one of the darkest yeah. movies yeah, I've yeah. seen in recent memory. And like then, I was like yeah. the whole time, just like. Can I just get a gamma slider? And <laughs> I kept trying to think of where I knew the dad from, and it just it took me so yeah, long to figure from? it out. He is Chris Finch, David Brent's asshole friend on the original wow. UK Office. Oh. Again, one of my favorite scenes, the stinger of him fucking the woman doggy side on the parking lot, and she's like, my knees are hurting. He's like, nearly done, love. <laughs> 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 Boom, slam into pop copyright BBC. Uh, but, um, yeah, but the other thing was that the the goat that's in this movie? Yeah, Black Phillip. Black yeah. Phillip it was actually behind the scenes a huge asshole. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and just the idea that, his this, own trailer that and... this, uh, this evil goat or whatever mm. in the movie is also just in real life like fucking hate this yeah. goat. <laughs> I hated the twins in that movie so much. Like something about them I was mm. convinced that they'd been tweaked with CG a little bit to mm. look more annoying. Yeah. Really. <laughs> uh, but Don't Breathe is, is up yeah, there. Yeah so it's uh, what I like is it's a very contained movie. It basically mm. just takes place in this one blind dude's house as mm. two people try to rob it. Kind of like a really dark Home Alone. Like when uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus is trying to rob uh, her <laughs> When uh, David Cross is trying to break into uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus' house on Arrested Development, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, just the, the movie itself. It. Like, you can picture the entire house and like mm-hmm. just the the fact that the entire thing takes place within it. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that's... no one, no one's good in this movie. Everyone sucks. So <laughs> that, that way you don't feel bad. Yo, like, I got our ticket out of here. Rumor is this guy is sitting on at least three hundred k. Boom. That's her guy. Wait, is he blind? We messed up to rob a blind guy, isn't it? 
Just because he's blind don't mean he's insane, bro. Yeah. yeah. No, I, this, I got a lot of recommendations for this, but everybody kind of told me, like, don't look into it too much. Um, yeah, because there are, there are some twists, like, mm. about like 60% through the movie mm. that make some people that you thought were good kind of shitheads. Mm. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, just the concept is a bit different than mm. most horror movies. Anything we're missing, Grim? Uh, I think you, you saw. saw did you already talk about Train to Busan on there? No, I, yeah, I don't know anything about it. That was pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, a zombie movie in 2016, it's easy to roll your eyes at that shit, yeah. but it's really good. They do the ice piercer thing or ice snow piercer, snow piercer, snow piercer yeah, thing, yeah. where it's like it's all in a train, yeah. like really? basically <laughs> the entire bulk of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So you're just like they have to get from like room to room. So mm-hmm. it's like a lot of inventive sort of like staging of the scene and stuff, where it's like, how are you going to get through a train car literally filled with like feral mm-hmm. zombies? And it's like. <laughs> quietly crawling up on the luggage space rack above the yeah. seats and stuff and it's just very tense and you know it's ultra melodramatic too yeah. in these sort of Korean you know Chinese television drama play it does fashion. have the best zombie movie asshole ever yeah like, that guy he fucking fucks, sucks he fucks over everybody <laughs> really yeah he's like a, some CEO executive yeah. shit heel who's oh, like lovely. no mercy for anyone we should yeah. get rid of these people and he's always just being a shit weasel yeah. it's really good I have a clip of it even though it's it's, mo- it's all in Korean so it's a little bit weird, but. So, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. The big guy in that movie is great because yeah. he's just like him and his like pregnant wife, and he's just like this super swaggy guy with his like pop collared sport coat and stuff. And mm. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you know, dad and his daughter, mm-hmm. man and his pregnant wife, yeah. old lady best friends, like. Boyfriend, All the girlfriend. people you yeah. want to see get their shit fucked yeah. up. Jock boyfriend and sweet girlfriend. <laughs> and sweet girlfriend, yeah. Hey, I will totally check this out. It's really break. good. I, I didn't yeah. hear about this. I, I only saw it. It was playing at like, the new park site or whatever. Yeah. Some night. And when we were about to do this, I was like, I haven't seen the three M's I keep talking about. Oh. Moana... Uh, Merchant by the Sea and yeah. uh, Moonlight and everybody Manchester keeps, by the Sea Manchester by the Sea <laughs> and everybody keeps telling me Moonlight is amazing yeah, yeah Moonlight also. I need to see I saw Moonlight it was really good it was one of those movies I went into totally blind not knowing intentionally I don't, I don't want to know anything about it so I don't know anybody that saw that fucking uh, Birth of a Nation remake yeah, uh, yeah. I, I kind of don't want to touch that right but now Moonlight was great it was like it puts you back in this I, I mean mm-hmm. To give you a slice of life and show you how hard it is for people, and like it, I didn't know, I knew it would be the trials of a black guy's life, kid, teen, adult, mm-hmm. and so you get to see like different stages of like a, a you know a, a pivotal event at each of those ages. Oh, black that, boyhood that shapes his <laughs> life. Well, but it's not the same actor across the decade. But I'll get angry. And all angry the tweets for that one. All those actors are really good too. The mm-hmm. teen in the middle, uh, man, real good. Yeah. Um, but then I also didn't realize what I don't know. There's another twist to the character that I didn't know. Because again, I didn't know anything going in, but it adds this other level of uh, just trials that he has to go through. And, like, I don't know, it's just super. Like a water level? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get a bubble every few minutes. Uh, right, and, right, right, right. Whoop, whoop. You were also the only one I know who saw the arrival. And the arrival um, was. Yeah, I'm meaning to see that, too. And that was good. Uh, it was one of those movies that were the, the science of, like, all the, the linguistic stuff in it, because uh, the main character, what, Amy Adams? Yeah. Uh, like, she's a linguistics scientist, language mm-hmm. studies, all that, and, like, what she does in it is pretty truthful and like the terminology they would use checks out and it's usually when you know a profession at all mm. and you, then you see it represented in a movie it is shorthanded as shit mm. and it is nonsensical or truncated to be movie friendly I've seen The Martian but uh <laughs> yeah uh, we didn't, we're gonna put a classic <laughs> rock song over this part of the movie and then you all know oh it's a magic carpet right got it <laughs> um but uh this was like it tried to be a little slower sci-fi and like it's really cool. The aliens in it are really neat and not like 
really out there with their designs and it's it I was, was but it was just kind of like because there was no oh my god thing in it I, I didn't leave it going like that is one of the best movies I've ever seen it was just like that was a really great sci-fi movie uh, that was kind of my feeling this year like nothing really yeah maybe with the exception of older people was mm-hmm. just like this is gonna stick with you forever like, I yeah. mean it was really good and I would totally if you find yourself at a position where you can watch it you should but I, sw- I, I, I wasn't like knocked on my ass Grimm's Utopia is a Netflix it's not it is not what you thought. It's not what I thought, and I'm a fan of this stuff, mm. this kind of shit, and dig through all the Disney trailers. Sure. Uh, it's it's really good and unexpected. And I was talking to someone about that, and like, why did why is Disney the new Pixar? And I mm. think they said, uh, yeah, my friend works there. Uh, Disney poached all the Pixar people, <laughs> and uh, the Pixar heads are now the head of Disney, and kind of like I just do sequels. Just uh, Cars Three, yep. Toy Story Four, get it on. It's weird because you think they would have learned this lesson. Another Bug's Life from the early two thousands when it was all Bambi Two, Little Mermaid Two and Three. It's While like, we're on the topic, mm-hmm. you've seen the video of uh, B movie, but the movie gets faster every time somebody says B. <laughs> uh, B B B B B. Oh, I love knowing that it's sixteen minutes long. It's <laughs> the whole video. Uh, and before I forget, uh, Midnight Special. I also oh, yeah. really like that. Was cool. Uh, what's his name? Super uh, General Zod, uh, Michael yes, Shannon. Michael Shannon. Yeah, yeah, put out here, too. put away your summer, Michael Shannon. <laughs> uh, the director too. He's the guy that did Take Shelter. The yeah, other Michael Shannon. Great, great movies. And all that so. shit's on my list. It's, it is. I just find it odd that like. If we're scoring all of us on the basis of like our Metacritic average of what we've seen, yeah. Dave's having seen almost everything, me seeing almost nothing. I think Brett wins because he's seen Moonlight and The Arrival. Uh, Moonlight those, Arrival those and I saw Midnight well. Special. Oh, you did? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Color me shocked. And I watched the... Um, uh, well, yeah, was Deadpool this year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like February. February. I saw it in a plane a couple weeks ago and I was like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. I was talking <laughs> to Henry about that just because I've always been a huge movie fan, diehard movie fan. I wanted to see every movie Hollywood released in like the mid-90s and I would calculate the time. It would be six months to come to DVD, and it would be a year to come yep. to HBO. Deadpool came out, I thank yeah. God, like Brett, I have a date. It came out on Valentine's Day. In August, it was on HBO. It like it bypassed all of that shit. It, it was... It, it was a movie... It, it feel like it came and it went so fast. It was a movie that was on Facebook in its entirety for weeks <laughs> because no one deleted that post. And it's yeah. like, here's the movie in HD on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> Just really? like Yeah, like yeah. A, a 90-minute upload or whatever, and it's like... Okay, wow. and I watched like twenty minutes of it that way, and was like, eh, I'm, t- I'm good. I really, really like Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. He's a great, there's, great there's, cast. There's it's, a couple I, great, just him fighting Colossus. Did you see that moment? Mm-mm. All his fucking limbs break up against Colossus. It's like <laughs> yeah. funny yeah. as fuck. And no, perfect. I, I do not it, doubt that at all. I yeah. just, for some reason, I just haven't got around to watching it. I mean, I just, yeah, it's tough because I was like, oh, I'm not a 14 year old who loves Deadpool mm-hmm. anymore, so yeah. why would I like this? But and I also good. lamented the, I don't, I don't, because I was a fan of Deadpool in the 90s, mm-hmm. and then over time it became less irreverent fourth wall breaking guy that became like the de facto standard and of it, like well then it became like dick jokes and like mm. r-rated for the sake of being r-rated There's stuff a couple groaners in the movie where though. i'm just like oh, yeah, for sure. guys the whole deadpool's defining characteristic wasn't his dick <laughs> like the best joke i liked is, is like let's go see professor x and he's like oh do you mean patrick stewart or whatever <laughs> avery uh, he's like i'm so confused in these universes and that's and no one a, even there's a great moment that's great yeah, yeah that deadpool debuted in the worst maybe the worst marvel movie ever wolverine origins yeah. and there's a scene where he's holding the action figure from that movie <laughs> of his horrible debut that's uh, great like that stuff is all perfect that is funny, I, yeah. I just like i don't like that it went to this you know i, I need to watch it but it, yeah. a lot of the trailers lot it goes to, to sausage party jokes yeah it's just like it's not like I don't want that character again, dude, bro, dude. I almost I put, know you don't think it's good. But. I almost put Sausage Party up there just because it was of such a higher quality than I expected, <laughs> and I absolutely want an R-rated, like 
theatrical mm. animated comedy, and they you made one. The hot dog is like a dick, and it goes into the lady. Oh, it's way fun. worse than that. Because mm. the, the, the whole movie ends with a giant orgy with every character doing every sex position ever. It's great. great. Oh, <laughs> it's so funny. Yes, we, it is funny. Someone it finally objectively. We got our furry movie, so now we got to move on to new Some thing. animator yeah. was paid thousands of dollars to toil over oh, the. Oh, not, the, not. The, uh, yeah, news, news would dictate that they were not. On a tight schedule with not a lot of money spent. But I, 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 no. I'm not, I didn't mean to save mine for the end. So my point is even better. <laughs> yeah, Thank a you. Little bit, a little bit. It's hard to defend and put on your best in your list. You've proved my point. Swiss Army Man is the greatest movie I saw this year. I loved it. So, you saw it too, I right, liked Jim? it. I mean, it, I think it, I, it, it was no sausage party. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was no it. TMNT 2. Uh, I thought... I gotta I, go. <laughs> I, I thought Daniel Radcliffe was amazing in this. It's, and I think, like, this is like an Oscar-worthy point. That you're a dead yeah. guy that is conveying, like... Having like all these emotions and long like, conversations. So I, I love setting up the premise of the movie. Uh, Paul Dano is seemingly marooned on a desert island, mm -hmm. and, a, and his hair's grown out, his beard's out. He's clearly he's about to hang himself. A corpse washes up on the beach and starts mercilessly farting. Yeah, and they become best friends. How? Yeah. Who's not going to see that yeah. fucking movie? It is a very interesting premise. It, for but sure. that's I thought it would wear thin. And it never fucking did. And I, I, I hate saying this to sound like, you know, fucking cheesy 1980s Glenn <laughs> Gene Shallot. I'm on the edge of my seat the whole time because the movie keeps, like, kind of switching stuff around and, like... You're on the edge of your seat farting. Is this happening? Like, what the fuck is yeah. wrong with this guy? I oh, didn't, God damn it. I didn't really like Paul Dano in the movie, but, it, like, Daniel Radcliffe's performance is just so weird and so good. Yeah, I got, I got a clip of it. Like, how... Did, like, no one has done this. No one's yeah. played a corpse that can talk, but only to one person... Like, oh, yeah, he becomes a Swiss Army man because he rides around on him like a jet ski. He yeah. uses him like a gun to shoot Daniel, bears. I've fallen on all, yeah, times. All of his dialogue is delivered while he's like dead. While he's so, dead like, and one of his eyes is like half shut. Why Why do you feel emotion? Why so do you I, love? I, this scene will work better for visually for you guys, but I do love it. It's it's a scene where like uh, Paul Dano is playing this woman he's basically stalking and has never talked to but is deeply in love with. And the corpse is playing him, and they're trying... <laughs> it's so unnerving seeing a romantic sequence between these characters. I think you're the one. I've never been happier. Lady, look at me. The more you're going to see of me, the more you're not going to like me. <sighs> Diminishing returns and whatever. Sarah, do you ever masturbate? What? I have this friend called Hank, and he won't masturbate because it makes him think about his mom. Manny, that that was between us. No, listen. It, it just it fluctuates <laughs> so like like effortlessly from like this is charming and hilarious to this is like this is. Is this one disturbed man's yeah. visions, or is this really happening? And I, I don't know. I, I can't remember being like so tense at the end of a funny movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's visually, I didn't realize it's directed by the Daniels. Uh, the two directors called the Daniels. They're two guys named Daniel. Uh, but the other movie, the other thing they directed that you definitely have seen is one of the greatest movies ever, or greatest music videos ever made. Turned down for what? Like would people hump, uh. literally hump things to death and through the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, it is good. so awesome. Visually, this and movie is great. It reminded it's me of that bad Elijah Wood TV show I couldn't get into. Oh, oh. Willard? Yes. Yes, yeah, so yeah, he yeah. talks to his dog. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a little different than that, but okay. not, I, you will, I swear to Christ, everybody, you, Brett and Michael Grimm, you will love it. Uh -huh. uh, Dave didn't, well, you I thought like it was it. real. I thought it was good, but mm -hmm. not great. I thought it was and, amazing. Uh, but the fact that they're... Uh, 
that there is a, a fart that, that might make you cry mm-hmm. is l- an amazing is, testament uh, to this movie. Yes, <laughs> like him trying to explain masturbation to yeah. a corpse like it's a baby, but it's also <laughs> Harry Potter, yeah. and he also farts a lot. Yeah, it's and it's and it's charming and has heart. And I, I can know. relate to. Uh, it's better than the lobster. I, I love the lobster, yeah, man. I okay. love that. But like, what I didn't know in searching for clips for this, and I think this is a testament to being a fun movie, that there's a thousand YouTubers doing the ending of the movie explained. Yeah. And I was really shocked to see that because... That I, sounds so compelling. Well, I mean, like, you didn't have to have the ending to, like, fucking Civil War explained or the arrival. It's usually, like, laid out for you very well. And right, right. I didn't think... There's nice ambiguity. I don't need to know any of that, but I like that young people saw it yeah. and, and felt like chiming in what they thought the ending was about. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't know of another movie in the list. So, we, you, so you're happy to see they have functioning brains yeah. and an access <laughs> I, to a I am. I'm, I'm glad they're talking... Like, Younger people are talking about film in that way, and they got a film to talk about like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah, Swiss Army Man. You want to move on for movies? We done here. The Lobster. Uh, if that was this year, I feel it like was. It was it? I thought it was. It was so great. But I, I I really like that, and that might be on my list. Mm-hmm. But I think the most compelling part about that movie is that like it's it, this entire world of people that are acting. Uh, a world where people are forced to fall in love, or yeah. they get turned into the animal of their choice. So everyone's yeah. kind of acting like uh, uh, that Twilight Zone with Bart. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, Homer is turning into a football. Like yes. everyone has to be nice, and everyone has to be courting at all times. Yes. So that it's this weird like because they, uh, they have like a year to fall in love yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you just like ask like I want to be just pick an apex predator. Mm-hmm. I want to be a great white shark. And, I want to be a fucking bald eagle. There's, they they, they spell a out a con, lot of that I want to be a condor. They, no, they spell out like... It. No. Oh. Yeah. Once like, again, we see the furry vein of the underside <laughs> of Hollywood exposed. Look, I'll have sex with a fox. Yes. I'm, I'm fine with this. Swiss Army Men remind me a lot of the lobster as well, because right. I really did enjoy the lobster. Um, oh, uh, also Captain Fantastic is fine. Oh, I yeah, I haven't seen that at all. It's I think it's on our... I should check it, just, it out. It's one of those movies that's just like... Mm-hmm. It's looking at its watch and it goes, and we're done. And then the credits are <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> and I want to I want to recommend publicly because it's on Netflix. I just saw it. I was waiting to see it. Um, Floyd Norman, uh, an animated life documentary about the first <laughs> black Disney legend. I, Disney legend with a capital L, and that's usually like you know the the WWE Hall of Fame, Dave, uh, of, of Disney people. But he's like one of the first black animators ever. How he quit. How he not only he's old as fuck. But he started, like, in the beginning, worked on Jungle Book and got fired and then went to work for Pixar in an, immediate, an industry where people don't normally embrace new things. He did both. He did traditional animation and mm. helped make Toy Story 2. And then he now he's a Disney legend and he just, he doesn't have a job, but he has, like, this card that allows him to go anywhere on the Disney campus. So he goes to work every day with his wife mm-hmm. and has a fake office where he does occasional <laughs> work from because he just loves drawing. He loves drawing cartoons and it's, it's just charming. I love Floyd Norman. Really cool documentary. Uh, uh, it wasn't a new movie, but I would give a shout out as best this year was Alamo Draft House. I saw a lot of great movies like yeah. From Beyond, The Hidden, Skate Town USA. <laughs> uh, Dude, Roar was this year, wasn't Roar it? Roar was this year. No, Roar. It's, it's technically last year. Because oh, okay, okay. I, I saw it with you. I loved Roar. Roar is. Dude, Home Alone, but instead of Daniel Cern and Joe Pesci, you have fucking lions <laughs> and. Mac- <laughs> Who maul who maul Melanie Griffith's whole family on camera? <laughs> yeah. Like clearly, everybody is in danger. You, I watched the movie again. They played it on Turner Classic Movies recently. Wow! <laughs> and you can just see this where the guy is trying to at, and a lion clearly bit through his hand. Yeah. And he's 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 ruffled for a second, but just makes like his own little tourniquet <laughs> while giving a read. It's bit through his hand. You can, it's just drenched in blood. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's movies. I say we go out with a 
Shakira slash Gazelles, Try Everything from Zootopia. Love that song. Nice and motivational. When we get back, we're going to talk, Jesus, maybe even longer, about our favorite television of the year. Thank you guys so much for listening, and if you like listening to stuff, it's a good thing this episode is brought to you by Audible. And before I tell you more about it, know that you can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of all Audible is. What is Audible? They've got over 180,000 different titles to choose from, ranging from audiobooks, comedy albums, radio shows, some of my favorite old-timey radio shows, and you can listen to them all on your iPhone, Android, MP3 player, desktop, tablet, doesn't matter, wherever you can plug in headphones. Audible's got all your, your bestsellers, your Game of Thrones, your Harry Potters, the latest biography from whatever comedian is you like, and they have become my go-to place to get audiobooks for an incredibly low cost. So once again, that's Audible, people, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of the service. The Stranger Things theme, which that might be my favorite part about the whole show. Uh, oh, the opening was great, and uh, again, like this, the show with that '80s aesthetic and that early '80s aesthetic uh, before the it, '80s. It pre- I before keep the 80s. It predates my nostalgia of the '80s because I was very little. Yeah, that, that time. '80s is definitely the late '70s yeah. that bled into the '80s before. Uh, a lot of the excess and the money and uh, like the, the stereotypical '80s crazy things really showed up, and like the music that's in the show. That people listen to mm-hmm. a lot of the new wave stuff hasn't happened yet it's, yeah. it's all still very classic rock and late 70s stuff so like that era of the 80s was fun to see revisited um starring actors the adults mm-hmm. who were stars in the 80s yeah, was really playing weird. teenagers so it was kind of this fun i don't I, know full circle and yeah the soundtrack led me to like really dig into my spotify and like make a playlist of all that exact kind of stuff and i just i, I watched it all in one burst had a great time watched it with a girlfriend we both liked it i just did i thought it was very style over substance mm. like I thought there's a lot of bad dialogue in this and a lot of weird we're a Netflix show we release all at once why are you padding what <laughs> you don't need to just make one less episode like this this whole episode reversed the last episode and then you had to undo it again mm. you wasted time yeah. uh, but I just thought it was a, a really a pretty good X-Files episode drawn mm. out maybe a little too long that might be something for the worst year was X-Files this year that was January yeah. Yeah. oh man really yeah mm-hmm. there was one reasonably good episode wow. <laughs> that even happened yeah. yep. I, I, we did a we usually do but if you don't know if you're new to listen uh, to Laser Time we did a best of the year so far halfway through the year where I think we talked more I, I 
love Game Game of Thrones this year. I've again, I've had a, I have a complicated relationship with the show. I read the books. What happened? Uh, I read I read the first three books. Well, what happened was the no, the, I forgot what happened with the season this year. Yeah, the the last just one of those last seasons of uh, the Cersei blowing up that whole thing. With, oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's how it ended. Everybody right. hold I, the door. Yeah, all all that's oh, but yeah, it's yeah. like it was a resolution. The books haven't happened, so like I've always been ahead of the game. I didn't love the show because it's just retreading things I already know that happen. Uh, and this was just like resolution I've been waiting years for, and I thought streamlined, mm. streamlined so fast compared to the previous seasons, which are rigidly adhere to the books in certain cases. Loved the new season of Game of Thrones, really did. Yeah. Um, Tolkien was trapped under a pile of DiGiorno's boxes. <laughs> um, Want to see what else we like this year? Um, hmm. Do we want to bring those? Did we play those clips before? I just feel like we did. People versus O.J. Simpson. Yeah, yeah I really like that. That's one of my favorite things of the year. Period. Oddly, like everyone is great in that, mm-hmm. except for O.J. Simpson. Yeah, I Gabriel Gooding Jr. is just like O.J. was never like this. Yeah, what are you affecting laryngitis for? He's got his weird accent. This way of talking. Like, <laughs> did you not see it, Grim? No. You'll. It's, it's really fucking good. great. Yeah. Like, it's a like I don't know which. which one of these clips we decided not to play on the previous show. Oh yeah, show. well obviously the one that has happened. Oh yeah, which though is such a great scene and like I don't know. It's, Do you it, want me to play? Yeah. It's up to you. Uh, I, I don't know. Let's take a, let's, let's take a vote. No, let's well, not do it. No, let's not yeah. Do it. Uh, but this, he, is a, this, this is yeah. This is a fun clip, and it, it is also nice nostalgia because like I grew up in all this, but too young to realize what was going on. And, and there has been no more famous murderer than OJ, and this turned the world on its fucking head. And you kind of forget Charles Manson. Well. <laughs> Previously famous, okay. but like, he was yeah he was so famous prior to that and such mm-hmm. a linchpin in like NFL nostalgia already that, and then then it was like th- then it became like the show just does a good job of like dramatizing like a perfect storm of like is this the nine hour one or the yeah. other one well the that's nine, that, the, the nine episodes I recommend everybody watch this show first and the ESPN five part yeah. two hour documentary series is astounding mm-hmm. because the first episode is all about going back to see why there is so much racial tension in LA and like of course I can remember back to Rodney King but no before that all these things that happened before that all these chain of events that led up to like yeah, LA riots and then it's showing and, and here's what OJ Simpson was doing he was on this other side of town and and why and why uh, the, the show is because at some was, point Johnny Cochran like let's put LA and race on, on trial that'll be part of this trial for this guy who seemingly very clearly <laughs> committed these crimes and almost even failed the lie detector test uh, and then what's his who's, who says the n-word like five or six times uh, uh, Nathan, Nathan Lane, Lane. Nathan Timon Lane. Timon <laughs> yells the n-word so much it yeah. is it is hysteric not, not hysterical but it, it is a very crazy scene but like there's just N-word. numerous things in the show that are like taken from transcriptions and there's other things that are dramatized obviously but like Dramatization. It, 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 but it was such a compelling show. Every single episode. Both to the show's credit and detriment that I was like, man, I really hope Marsha Clark and Chris Darden hook up. They're it's, so good together. It's a great scene. I even yeah. read about that. Apparently that scene really happened. Yeah. And it's like, this is... It's why biopics sucks. They have to cram so much information yeah. so little time. So this, to me, I love this idea of like, yeah, just give me like a long movie with different actors. And mm-hmm. it's by the Ed Wood guys. That, that, that excites me. But this is a conversation I remember having with my parents because... They always wanted. We had one TV. They want to watch Fox. I want to watch Fox, and they want to watch NBC. Yeah, this and, is a moment where it's. There's a whole episode that's just about, about the jury, jury like being what, tr- yeah. in prison in a hotel based prison for a year. Yeah. And how, um, yeah, but like half of them are trying to get famous off of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it, like it, this one's doing a book deal. Kick them off. Yeah. yeah. So when they get when you get ten hours, you can spend a whole episode just talking about jury yeah. selection and what the jurors were like. It, yeah, mm. it kind of felt like lost to me. Where it's like, let's huh. see this episode from Chris Darden's perspective. Let's <laughs> see this episode from Ito's perspective. Yeah. So. This 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 clip is just a moment of levity yeah. for an otherwise very serious show, but it's like 
here are the jurors and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. A, a, an argument that many people were having at this yes, exact time. we were. So we've received a few complaints about talking during TV time. If you have something to say, please try to keep your voice down and your comments and laughter to a minimum. <laughs> Speaking of, Blockbuster sent over a fresh batch of VHSs today. Uh, hey, did they send Martin? Martin, that my show. Man, don't nobody want to watch that clown. He's a comedian. He's supposed to be funny. Then you hear the woman say we can't laugh. I'll laugh if I want to. <laughs> I wouldn't mind an episode of Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. What is right. a Seinfeld? It's a TV show. <laughs> I never heard of it. Seinfeld is a much better show. Oh, Man, really? Seinfeld ain't about nothing. We'll be watching Seinfeld. Nothing. the hell? <laughs> I'm just making a decision here instead of listening to you people argue. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, no, don't start that crap with me, pal. I'm part American. You need to Hey, 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 you guys, come on. I'm sure we can find something we all want to watch. Look, why don't we just take a vote? Well, that's a great idea. Thank you, Armando. Yeah, yeah. Who votes Martin? <laughs> oh, hey. Doug. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. Now, if you want to watch Seinfeld. Oh, that's not Hang on, hang on. Yeah, that's part. Martin it is. <laughs> that, okay, I mean, that, and they had to compromise for Matt about you. It, so it, not only <laughs> did, did that happen in my household with Seinfeld, because I wanted to watch In Living Color. I love these. They're reduced to being mm. children because they're denied everything. Yeah, yeah. And they have to like yell at a... At a Authority yeah. just to watch fucking Martin and yeah. Seinfeld, and which one do we uh, all watch? Although no, that scene inherently doesn't make sense, the idea mm. that Blockbuster sent VHSs <laughs> yeah. of episodes of a TV show. Blockbuster didn't do that. <laughs> but it's to the period. Somebody taped it for you. Blockbuster didn't have... Yes, come rent one episode of Martin at Blockbuster this week. What are you talking about? The Chinese holding company that bought the Blockbuster brand. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Placement. I, I want to burn the... Uh, we're not going to play the offensive clip that we have. I'll play another offensive clip from the show Atlanta. Did anybody see the show Atlanta? Donald Glover's new show for no. FX? Fucking awesome. Very weird. Uh, and, and for me, I'm from that area. I, I Again, you see some of it in Walking Georgia? Dead. Georgia? Well, north, like southern Georgia, northern Florida. It looks it Would looks you say like it's some sort of up. Georgia, Florida line? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> it we got one episode later. without mentioning Florida, Georgia line. <laughs> but because this episode, this clip is offensive, but it really made me laugh out loud. Uh, it, it's a cool story of um, Donald Glover plays this kind of shiftless dude who doesn't have a job, but his uh, cousin. It has a song blowing up on the radio. So it's this interesting story about a dude latching onto his cousin to like... So it's like Entourage. A little bit, but it's also that his his uh, his cousin is old. And he's having... And like, it's about... It's mildly about the music industry. You have a hit song. Everybody loves it. He can't make a dime. He can't make a dime off it. And he's also like 40. And nobody wants to see him on screen associated with this song that's a hit. Uh, and I haven't even gotten through the whole series yet. But I really, I, I really think you'd like it, Grim. It's really... It's... it's I have uh, not the world's most loving relationship for Donald. Donald Glover. Yeah, I, I'm actually I love him on Community, and I'm I I can't believe he quit to do a show like this. It's really cool. Uh, Wait, what? Hopefully this hopefully this clip isn't too offensive for anybody because it involves uh, a trans situation. Uh, they get arrested. Donald Glover is in lockup, and in between, a guy who is talking to a trans woman because they used to date, and he's very happy to see her, and he he's the guy is very intimidating. Yeah, man, what's your problem, man? No, I'm, no problem. I said, I can move if you want. I didn't ask you to move, nigga. I, I'm trying to talk to my girl. You acting all weird and shit. Yo, girl. Yeah, man. Yo, this is my ex, Lisa, man. <laughs> we used to talk back after my mom's kicked me out the house. You know? My nigga, that's a man. What? No, nah, man. This is my ex. Your ex-girlfriend a man. 
Why you think she in jail with the men? She'd be on the other side. Nigga, you gay. <laughs> nah, I mean, she... So you think I'm gay? Nah, no, I, I this nigga gay as hell. <laughs> Shut the hell up, man. Y'all niggas is tripping. I ain't gay. Y'all niggas, niggas fuck guys up in here anyway, man. No, that, that ain't gay. That's just jail. You was on the outside fucking booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> Sexuality is a spectrum. You can really do whatever you want. Nah, that boy gay as hell. I'm gonna stab your whole ass when you get upstairs to themselves, man. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. I love that scene. I know it's not, no, it's gonna offend some people, but come on, it's the South. It's what it's like. Um, shit, everybody feels seems bummed out now. Oh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring this clip up. I didn't want to spoil it early on by talking about it in one of our other shows. Mr. Robot, uh, was pretty fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, season two was like July to September or something. So yeah, it was a weird airing period. Uh, I think, I. I it's the most unreliable narrator I've ever seen in anything. So yeah, it's just such a hoary old writing trope. That and the memories. I can't remember it, what happened. Yeah. It, it is, and, but it's just but like, it's like happened it. a couple, it's done a couple of things, and I don't know how many more of the things as a viewer I can tolerate. It's, it's treading on lost territory mm-hmm. where it's like, if you do one more like screwy thing. Got him. <laughs> where it's just like, there's a couple of twists. There's like a twist in the first Forgot season. Forgot to tell you guys. And then there's like two this twists. This is all in, this, in a snow globe. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, and this here. Oh, he was miss. He was like to cope with what's happening. This is what he was picturing. But mm-hmm. what was really happening? It's like <laughs> it turns out uh, the laptop's name was Rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, 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 it's the, just like holy crap. Like, but it's done. The, in the such music, a, the acting, yeah. the, the tone, and the composition. I love the way the show yeah. looks. Oh, yeah. It it's is done, awesome to watch. It's done in such a compelling way where it's like I'm willing to go along with like the unreliable narrator. And in fact. Much like, I don't like Family Guy all that much for the last decade, but like, I, I am fine with the concept of uh, if one show's bit is constant non sequiturs, mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine if this show wants to own nothing really makes sense mm-hmm. uh, and everything is questionable. If that's what the show's core premise wants to be, that you can't trust anything that you see or hear, that's fine. Mm-hmm. The problem is it keeps trying to mix like... This was an actual important story element. This was important. This was all fake. Mm-hmm. Or this was not what you thought. And it's like, you can't pull the rug out from the viewer multiple times. Yeah. yeah and it, it, it over and over and over again it, on a show that's going to run three or four seasons. It's just like, it wasn't so, too terrible I feel like I'm wasting my time. It, the more I think about it, it was interesting. But the, what are the most unreliable moments? And this is the least spoilery. Did we all see this? Graham, mm-hmm. did you yep. see it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is just one, one episode starts up and it is just a oh, yeah. 90s sitcom. sitcom yeah. It has... A great USA presentation, like of 1994. Yeah. The fucking commercials. They got like 1994 Bud Light commercial. I thought that was a great wow. touch. Yeah, wasn't yeah. uh, Dave, you haven't seen that. I have not. And and so, it, that it has a worse title. What, Mister Robot? I love it. I love oh. it. It's in a Sega font because it's not a. It's not a coincidence. That's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I loved. I loved this sequence and everybody when it happened. Of course, messaged me because he's in a, the whole. He's freaked oh, out. Oh, he's yes. in a sitcom. Mm-hmm. There's canned laughter. And a certain character shows up as as himself because he's hallucinating. Folks, I haven't seen a clan of outlaws with a kidnapped corporate exec, have you? Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> ah, I, I kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's 
the real Alf. Yeah, it is yeah. not. It's the real guy, Paul. Man. What's his name? Dude, Alf has an age today. Yeah, yeah. looks good. <laughs> looks good for Melmacian. And I, Remy Malik, he's great. I, he is that guy's so yeah. intense yep. and fun to watch. So I want to. Even Until Dawn has sold me forever on that guy. I gotta go back to Until <laughs> yeah. Dawn. Yeah. Uh, wow, God yeah. damn. Uh, you know, it, it is a good show. I don't mean to totally bag on that premise or anything. It's just like I hope it doesn't. If it wants to own that, please own it. Yeah. Don't like sometimes this is really what's happening, and <laughs> sometimes it's I not. Just, I really enjoy just the, how detached it feels. Like everything sure. is so static, and it just taps into how you know we all hate uh, yeah. being so alone in this horrible cyber hell that we yeah. live in. I love I'm that, gonna that, look at all the bad news on the internet and then do nothing about every it. Every shot and is then framed. Carry on. Every yeah. shot is framed. Gotta like play a Last Guardian, like, man. Don't get in my way. <laughs> like lower right center, never in the center of frame, as if they're like, yeah. I don't even care about this person. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't I even care about this person. I also, from a unique point too, I like how it's it's not like everything is in full collapse it's mm. everything is right on the verge of collapse yeah. and the cracks are starting where you get to see like yeah. here's a city that's not in total bedlam yet but yeah. it's just around the corner yeah where it's like yeah well, power is now becoming an issue yeah. where, like the lights are starting yeah, to flicker power is gone money no longer exists yeah. bitcoin uh, is accepted at convenience stores yeah uh, there's like, mobs of people waiting outside of buildings to kill executives yeah, and shit it's, and it's yeah, like, it's really like, neat. And, like this show <laughs> has the potential in these new and exciting times <laughs> to become even more fascinating because it's basically it's, it's prescient the mm-hmm. first season is Fight Club yeah. and then it's basically now if the show was Fight Club after those buildings came down and, and then you had to exist in that same world makes constant jokes about Fight Club <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. the guy knowing like yeah I know you think it's Fight Club here's the Pixies uh, yeah here's the Pixies <laughs> song <laughs> and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like but we know you know so uh, I love his friend character too the one that works yeah. at Evil Corps now too yeah uh, but, 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 but what is her name oh uh the the woman's name. Yeah. I, I totally um, forgot Camel, it. Or, but yeah, she is excellent in that show. I just yeah. love how, you know, her sort of character arc is so good where it's like, I'm mm. going to change things from the inside. And yeah. even now I'm like, are you still doing that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's just like somebody, I make so much money now. Uh, I think maybe I don't care as much about my dead family. You gotta, yeah. well, when did Daredevil season two come out? It was this year. Um, was, did, have you not gone through Luke Cage? It was March. No, Luke Cage is uh, same Netflix problem. There's a there's like four like three episodes in there. They're like this did not need to happen because other than that, it is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Daredevil, what, what's Sorry, up? Go ahead. No, Daredevil. Daredevil. But Daredevil, if you divide it in two seasons, the first season is like the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then I really don't like the Electra portion. Uh, after anything that. with the, the hand or hand in the ninjas. Or, yeah, it is Daredevil. Fun. It is canonic, yeah. but it's not yeah. the Daredevil I like that much. Yeah, it yeah. sucks because like you can't separate Daredevil, the hand, and Electra. <clears throat> you can't do it. So I get why they do it. One hand washes the other. It's true. But I would have gone with a rag. On I, I don't know. Stick. I would have. That's a character <clears throat> in the show. Like Punisher. Mm-hmm. Which is the best part of this? So good, much like Spider-Man and Civil War. Like Punisher owns in this in this show, and luckily that he's around. Just owns in general. Yeah, yeah. John Bernthal. John Bernthal. Luckily, has a van. Pun- luckily mm-hmm. Punisher's around in the whole he season, just, but he looks like he's been hit in the face too much, just <laughs> like genetically. It's, yeah. You see Fury? Yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, he's great. <laughs> just, in Fury. just watch Fury again. Fury's but dope, this yeah. is a clip again. The, the dynamic between a road trip with a car's a tank. And the setting is World War II. It's great. The Punisher. Punisher Punisher and Daredevil have a very unique relationship where both of them are on the side of the law, so to speak. The side of morality. At least justice, but their their view of justice Mm. is Punisher is... You're you, you're not gonna goes. you're not gonna make a difference. Mm. I have to kill these people. Yeah. They won't learn. They won't change. They're scum. Mm-hmm. And Daredevil will go out of his way to stop Punisher from killing people, mm-hmm. even though they both want these people off the streets. Mm-hmm. So, but Punisher wants them dead. Punisher Daredevil wants them wants dead. Them and but like their dynamic Daredevil wants to feel pain because he's Catholic. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but he they have such a good dynamic, which is why I wish they would have integrated Bullseye instead of the Hand at this point. Yeah. Because Bullseye is the thing that will always push them both to their brink. Mm-hmm. Punisher can't kill Bullseye because Bullseye is too good Mm -hmm. but 
Daredevil will always be on the verge of this guy may have to die, and mm. can I live with this if I go that far? Whereas Punisher is trying his fucking hardest. Mm. Wasn't Bull, uh, Bullseye Irish in Punisher Warzone? Super Irish. Colin Farrell speaking Colin of Farrell, that's uh, right. lobster. <laughs> no, no, he was, that was regular Daredevil. Colin movie. Farrell oh, going, okay, going okay. on a tour of redemption, by the way, where I just like him in everything now, and oh. fucking hated him in everything He is before. excellent. Yeah. It's, yeah. In Bruges, thank you for In Bruges. Right. A great, by the way, Christmas movie that we brought up. Uh, uh, but uh, this is Punisher. He's tied up. This, this is right out of the comics. Oh, the rooftop. He's, he's tied up. Daredevil in chains. And this is like a minute long clip or so, but this is their dynamic in a nutshell. I want to hear it. Everything you do out there in the streets, Red, it doesn't work. Did you know that? Oh, and what you're doing is better? What I do, I just do. It's out of necessity. Come on. You know you're not the only one, right? Who did you lose? Huh? Was it someone you loved? Well, boo-hoo. Let me tell you something, buddy. Everybody's lost someone. Doesn't mean you have to do this. Well, loss doesn't work the same for everybody, yeah, right? that's right. It's clearly not working for you. Well, maybe not. We don't get to pick the things that fix us, Red. Make us whole. Make us feel purpose. My moment of clarity came from the strangest of places. What kind of name is the devil of Hell's Kitchen, anyway? I mean, really? I didn't ask for that name. I'm sorry. I don't see you running from it. I don't do this to hurt people. Yeah, so what is that? Just a job part? I, I don't kill anyone. Is that why you think you're better than me? No. Is that why you think you're a big hero? It doesn't matter what I think or what I am. People don't have to die. Come on, Red. You believe that? I believe it's not my call and it ain't yours either. Somebody asked you to put on that costume and you take it upon yourself. You know what I think you, hero? I think you're a half measure. I think you're a man who can't finish the job. I think that you're a coward. You know the one thing that you just can't see? You know you're one bad day away from being me. And then they fuck. It's a great. And then they fuck. It's a great <laughs> sequence. Does, does he blow up something with a rocket launcher right after that? Probably. That, that's but, like three good shows with uh, rocket launcher New York sequences. <laughs> uh, I will say can. at this point in time, I don't need the. Uh, Edgy good guy mm -hmm. taking down or defending uh, shooting people in the street. I yeah. feel like that's well, a little bit closer than we uh, <laughs> might anticipate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, I, I don't know. I, I love I, it's. I can't put those characters into modern politics because they're just so mm -hmm. old, and I love those characters so much. I'm sure Brett's in the same boat. It was great to see Punisher. No, it's that's why it was harder to watch now because yeah. of like, dude, if somebody's doing this now. That's the scare. That's scarier than any villain because that's real. Yep. Um, and he's not even going to make that speech on the roof. It's just going to be yeah. a mindless, <laughs> unconscious well, uh, yeah. horribleness. On that, but the, the show contextualizes him in such a way where it works in this world, but yeah. it's it's still like, yeah. On that note. Uh, <clears throat> I, the the world is a little nutty right now, and I think I hope people have smarter people have noticed that's when SNL becomes awesome. Yeah, like when things get super shitty, you love to see it reflected comedically back at you that week, and that's what there's people. You should cancel SNL. Why? How dare you let Donald Trump host? And I, that was fucked up. I don't know why that, that happened. Episode that episode was one of the worst ep ever. Yeah, it's basically like, sacrificing like episode. Nancy Kerrigan bad to have like, him on for ten minutes. And and he never wants to be made fun of. Like yeah. you're on SNL, you idiot. Yeah. That's what it's for. <laughs> Al Gore did it. Steve Forbes did it. Mm -hmm. Any any politician who's been on this show before you yeah. did it, but yeah. you didn't do it, and now you're butthurt that they're making fun of you, like they have for every single <laughs> sitting president <laughs> since 1976. Yeah, he and can't it, break kayfabe, man. Uh, Obama said that he's, he's mad about. It's part of the job, man. Yeah. Half the job is getting the shit kicked out yeah. even by the public every single day. But when times are tough, that's when SNL kind of mm -hmm. maybe isn't the funniest, but feels the best. And like it, 
Alec Baldwin's yeah. Trump the whole yeah. the whole time. It's just so fucking funny for a man. I sorry, don't not to get political. Do not like I hate yeah. him so much even before he was elected. Like I just I think he embodies the worst personalities of any American. And now we've elevated. He won. We've elevated to a position of power. So it's great to have SNL, a place like SNL, an institution that has to make fun of these people. Yeah. But still, my favorite sketch of the year is Black Jeopardy. Black Jeopardy. This was great. Uh, Black Jeopardy. Is I, good. I fucking loved it. it uh, Black Jeopardy is a pre-existing sketch, and usually what happens is a white guy comes on to answer, yeah. quote unquote, black questions, uh, hosted by Keenan Thompson, who has become my He's, favorite like, person yeah. ever. That he's been doing sketch comedy half, half his life and half my life by, yeah. via all that and being on SNL for over a decade. And that he's the he he's good at delivering jokes, never breaks, but is always kind of smiling. You ever yeah. come home and catch mm. your wife? Eden Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that from? Uh, Kings that of Catchphrase yeah. comedy. <laughs> oh. Jesus. Uh, but him on him on Black Jeopardy, so funny. And the one with uh, the episode with Tom Hanks yeah. also gave us David S. Pumpkins. Another yeah, one like I, that. I think that's the best episode of the season. But there's been great hosts this season. There's yeah. the Dave Chappelle episode. Emma yeah. Stone was really good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, like Black Jeopardy is a sketch I already love. Louis C.K. was on it as a professor of African American studies. So you see the funny <laughs> juxtaposition there. Funny. And this seems like the the series finale. Right, writer of Pootie Tang. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the series finale for the sketch. Because Tom Hanks appears as Doug, the Trump supporter, wearing a Make America Great Again hat. And I love this sequence so much. The whole bit is good. Come on, you know. Your job wants to take $40 a month out of your check for a 401k. Shanice. What is, you better give me that money so I can buy me some scratch-offs. Yeah, you damn right. You damn right. I mean, why do I need a retirement plan when I got Monopoly Millionaires Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I play that every week. Yeah, well, that's good for you. Okay. <laughs> the board is yours, Shanice. Let's go with they be, they out there saying I for 200 it. Okay, the answer, they out here saying the new iPhone wants your thumbprint for your protection. Oh, okay then, duh. Well, what is, I, I don't think so. That's how they get you. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust that. Me either. No, I read that and goes straight to the government. Mm. Well, that is not bad, though. <laughs> so I love that sketch. Uh, I talked to you about it, Grim, and some other people yes. online who. <laughs> I, what, what was the criticism of it that it's just calling like middle like everybody mm-hmm. who is not in the liberal lead areas of the country's idiots well yeah um, I mean poor people are dumb poor people are dumb yeah. and, and I think that's a fair criticism if not because I hope the thesis of the sketch was at the end because I, I don't know I grew up in the south it's just I'm so funny I went to black churches and white churches slept over at the houses and like Man, you guys seem to hate one another, but all do the same shit, like, <laughs> right. and seem to like the same shit. Um, well, I mean, you know, that plays in the whole Bernie class war versus identity politics, yeah. Hillary stuff, and then how the left can't really reconcile that right now. But I love, I love, I absolutely love the end of it. I thought that put the finer point <laughs> on the sketch. Like, why can't we yeah. talk about this? Turn out to love Doug, yeah. embrace him. <laughs> yeah, then <laughs> women can do this for you. Yeah. Not a damn thing. But the <laughs> board is yours. Well, thank you so much, Darnell. You people are fun. Can I say that? Is that okay? Can I say that? We'll give you a pass this time. <laughs> okay, let's go to big girls for 200. Okay, and the answer there, skinny women can do this for you. Doug. What is not a damn thing? <laughs> yeah. 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 
Yeah, you know, my wife, my wife, she's a, she's a sturdy gal. Yeah. That is my man right there. Yeah, go Doug, go Doug, go Doug. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, the sound of the broom hitting the ceiling below us means that they probably have to stop. But, uh, Doug, I have to say, it has been a pleasure. Well, you know, right back at you, my brother. All right, well, let's take a look at our final Jeopardy category. Lives that matter. <laughs> well, it was good while it lasted, Doug. <laughs> I know I got a lot to say about this. Yeah, I'm sure you do. When we come back, <laughs> we'll play the match. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, why that? Why is that the thing you polarized yourselves on? Like, you've got you're getting along so well why is this such a polarizing topic let's just maybe talk about it not on this show though. <laughs> not on this show though because uh, I don't want to do that but I did want to get one light political thing because mm -hmm. I just I got well, a couple of uh, right-wingers and I, you know, I don't hate conservatives or anything like that but who argue with me online love to use the defense because I share clips of comedy shows making fun of politics because I'm not gonna share bunch of heavy articles about stuff and like read this so you can think what I think like I'd rather just make a joke and so one of the criticisms that I, I get all my my news from comedy shows which is only 60% true <laughs> because but it's because there's just been like I mean they've just been owning Trump so much well it's that I've never seen that's been happening for 40 years by the yeah. way I've never seen mainstream entertainment be so political and and where like John Oliver that's a phenomenon but it's like they are doing research in journalism Seth Meyers, that the closer look has anybody seen that? Like he just has like a nine minute monologue about politics, and it's funny as fuck. The Daily Show's funny as fuck. I miss the Larry Wilmore. Chris, show. the trick is you have to watch Million Dollar Extreme. That way, <laughs> that way you'll be getting your news from. We're, both again, sides. we're doing the worst of. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, I really want like this year Samantha B like really really stood out as being not not only like super biting and funny and well like not just well researched like I think John Oliver is like a. Uh, internet research, making phone calls, whereas like Samantha B has done some stuff like this feels like actual reporting where you're yeah. going out in the field and doing shit. One I'd recommend the was Eddie it Samantha B who did the like she wanted to rent the gun costume. That's the one, yeah, the yeah. Eddie the Eagle one where she tries to get the costume of the NRA mascot Eddie the Eagle, which turns out is more regulated than the guns the NRA is fighting against and cannot <laughs> get through the red tape of getting the Eagle costume. It's hilarious. She before the election interviewed paid Russian internet trolls in mass with their voices disguised about what they do on the internet to contribute to fake news create dissent on american news sites the news didn't do that samantha huh. b did but the the absolute funniest clip i just i'm glad you guys get to see it, it was when she sent two of her correspondents uh to a trump rally and this is talking about how the election is rigged doesn't that seem silly mm -hmm. now when the, <laughs> when the trump supporters are talking about how rigged the election was uh, but I thought this was really funny, and this adorable British uh, uh, British correspondent, I don't know her name, but uh, it's just so funny. He's been saying that the election is rigged. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely the election can, uh, is definitely rigged. Is that just protecting himself before the results in case he loses? No, okay. he won't lose. So why would the election be rigged then? sure yet? Of course it's rigged. So just talking to these guys, but this is my favorite mm. response, the look on her face, and I'm mm. sorry you can't see it. It comes. It's actually been shown that there have been 31 cases of voter fraud out of a billion since 2000. Is that right? Yeah. So that's what, that's what the media is saying then. 
Oh, so you don't believe anything in the media? I think they've got their own agenda that they go with, yes. If this interview is shown on TV, then we're both part of the media. Yeah, yeah, we are. Are you worried that we're lying? Uh, no, I'm just going for <laughs> 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 Look at her. She does that several times throughout the piece, but I thought, I don't know. That's, that's not super combative. It's uh, just so weird that, every, like, did, hmm. I don't know where to start, hmm. man. I don't know where to start. Uh, just the idea of, like, we lived through the 90s mm. when you learned the lesson of don't believe everything mm. you read on the internet. That was, like, a phrase yeah. for, like, 15 <laughs> or 20 years, and then all of a sudden that stopped being a thing. Oh, yeah, don't believe everything you read if on the internet. It and on then it became believe only what I read on the yeah. internet because I can't trust anything else. If you're reading it on the like, on your phone yeah, 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 and you have yeah, to yeah, scroll yeah. through uh, 18 tooth decay and mm. dick pill ads before <laughs> you can see the headline of the article, it's probably not mm. true. That's the, that's the best advice I can give you out there. Uh, but I don't know. I, if you haven't seen Samantha B, I think it's it's once a week. It's great. It's on TBS. Uh, it just got renewed. Thank very goodness. Very funny. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, still sticking with that. I, I mean, uh, as a as a Midwesterner, I I, I don't know. Mm. I do feel like I don't know. Like mm. I've said, I've oh, hmm. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't doesn't matter. None of it matters. Doesn't matter. All right. Not, Can I quickly it's, interject? It's Please. not going to be a best of uh, thing. <laughs> the get down. I loved that. Mm. That was actually probably my favorite show of the year. Boz Lerman is it? Yes, who I do not like at all. (laughs) In any way, shape, or form. I was like, Gatsby? Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, this is great. And it's only like six or seven episodes. Well, it's, it, I think it's multiple parts. So yeah. like there's three hour long episodes. Yeah, or? all the episodes are like a little over an hour. I yeah. Think yeah. What yeah. I really like. It's I, really good. I, I get bummed at some Netflix stuff like that. And I, I remember just because it's so fucking ugly and like in digital and cheap. Well, the, the nice part about it is mm-hmm. you're framing it in uh, late 70s, early yeah. 80s New York, which was an actual toxic yeah. dumpster yeah. fire. <laughs> but I mean, some of it, some, some of the like, just all Netflix shows do this. All Netflix movies, they look too digital mm-hmm. and like too flat and uninteresting. And this guy is a visual director. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck, man? I'm gonna well, watch I mean, everyone is like fucking Warriors style getups yeah. and shit. So it's like. I got to get back on that. It's, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed a lot of it. I got to get <laughs> back on that. I'm trying that's to... on Netflix? Yeah, it's yeah. Netflix. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, uh, it's like about, you know, the genesis of hip hop, like Grandmaster Flash <laughs> and, you know, all that <laughs> shit. And it's very like. For huh. me, you know, a fucking academic white guy who likes rap, like it's it's all very accurate, uh, but it's all like you know myth making kind of shit too. So it's like magical realism as hell, which is kind well, of as long as it checks out in the fact book. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I edit on rapgenius.com. I feel I have to shorten. The, I have so many. I love my favorite show of the year, hands down, and like nobody saw it. Was Louis C.K.'s Horace and Pete? Yeah, yeah that was funny. The clip huh? we watched. I'm not going to watch that. You know, that's no, too depressing. It's, <laughs> but it's, that's the thing. It's it's that. But Louis does that really well. It's so much of both. It's like it's hysterical. They have they talk about politics. Talk I've about also both turned sides. on Louis. Sorry, have you? Yeah, I I I, I thought this was great. I mean, it's 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 so self funded and shot in secret and like some of the sound mixing is actually terrible and like people flub their lines. But it's it's like a sitcom that curses a lot with no laugh track. In uh, one episode is thirty minutes. The first episode is seventy minutes, and wow. they fluctuate in between there. Uh, it, it, I think I've it heard just, it's more like a stage play. Than it anything. is, right, but yeah. it's and it, it has so many of those like play moments you can easily make fun hmm. of. But like it, I've watched it twice now. I thought it was one of the most refreshing 
There's that scene where a sandbag falls from the rafters on his dick. He gets tracked in an elevator and it goes with up a and keeps falling fucking back shitting, cunting this. woman, <laughs> pregnant. I, I'm trying to do a Louis C.K. impression and uh, 80s sitcom trope. Now I just sound terrible. <laughs> but I'll, I'll leave that to Alan Alda. He's Alan Alda is so awesome on this show as the terrible owner of the bar. Who oh, Bars have always been owned by horse. I listened to the whole uh, WTF hmm. about this and it's him getting what, it on. I thought that was really interesting. He, he wanted to make yeah. something weird and he wanted to keep it weird. So he decided to self-fund it. Almost went bankrupt in the process. And he was going to have Devito on here, right? Initially, yeah, or that's D- Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. I'm sorry. And, he's, yeah, and yeah, he's, yeah. he said no, but helped with rewrites. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. yeah. Marv, really? No, he's <laughs> not Marv. Uh, but Alan, the great cast: Edie Falco, Steve Buscemi, Louis C.K., Edie uh, Bryant from SNL. Oh, wow. uh, Laurie Metcalf comes on in the third episode and delivers a 30-minute monologue to camera and it's one of the most fascinating ah. things I have ever seen. Huh. It is fantastic. So explain um, why she's the killer in Scream 2. But I'm going to try and get through the the funny moments. Of the, I just love this moment. There's characters at the bar who crack wise and of course uh, Alan Alda's character is an old racist and it's just great. He's watching a basketball game. Come on, come on, make the... Oh, you! You motherfucker, you! You... You fucking you! You can't make it simple. Shut this. Put it in. Oh my man! <laughs> hey, you shut your mouth, Carl. Shut your fucking mouth. This fucking shit ain't funny. <laughs> this is hilarious. Absolutely funny. Look at you, getting your blood pressure all up for what? Cause you're losing your hard-earned money. Why? Cause of a young rich brother who can't hit a foul shot. <laughs> And you can't call him nigga because I'm sitting at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> right, shut up. I'm going to get mad now. I'm serious. <laughs> the show is filled with those kind of moments. It's, it's, I think it's all on Hulu. Uh, this is, I, I have three clips. They're all kind of long, but I love this clip so much. They, it's a Brooklyn dive bar that's been around for literally 100 years. Oh, and uh, he's talking to a, a hipster gets charged four fifty for a beer after seeing someone pay $3 for the same beer. Wonders why. Oh, I thought I heard you charge that guy three dollars for a Budweiser. Don't worry about what I charge him. <laughs> well, I just don't get why I have to pay more. You don't have to pay more. You can also get the fuck out. Um, you can't just charge different people different prices. That's not. Hey, hey, kid. You're gonna pay for this beer, or you're gonna wear it. Um. Listen, I, you mumbling little fuck. Hey, you hey, say hey, um hey, one more time. Hey, what? Hey, what? Hey, what did I do? Hey. What? Just let me get it. <laughs> I got it. Hey, sorry. Right. Uh, you all right? What's up? Yeah, uh, I was charged four fifty for Budweiser. Yeah. That guy was charged three dollars. Uh, just not sure why the discrepancy. He's been coming here a long time. Oh, so is that a privilege for just that one guy, or is like more people that some get to people, pay? Some uh, people pay four fifty. Some people pay three. Okay. Um, how do you decide that? Is there like a list or? If he looks like him, he pays $3. If he looks like you, he pays four fifty. Hmm. <laughs> so just out and out discrimination. Um, are you aware how totally unfair and not okay that is? I'm not sure what group. I mean, I'm Jewish. I'm gay. Here's the thing. You're getting short. more for your money than he is. How so? Because, well... See, you come here and you make fun of the place because it's an old Brooklyn dive bar, so you and your friends get to enjoy that part of it, and then also you get to have a beer. But he just gets the beer. See, you're here ironically, but he's really here because he just lives on the corner. 
So it's like a douche tax? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody have time to stomach another clip of horse? Because they're all kind of long, but I, in terms of... There are a lot of patrons of the bar who come in and bring up topics like mm. any sitcom, but in a time where people are yelling and polarized, it just represents every kind of person and anything you can yell about mm. in certain scenes. And there's also a great through line as well. But in terms of like uh, healing, this is an argument between liberals and conservatives. We talked previously that Amy Schumer, 12 Angry Men sketch. Yeah. Mm. Nick DiPaolo from that sketch is the conservative mm. in this. I don't know who the other guy is. Trying to teach liberals and conservatives to argue better. It's like... You must know that's not true. It's kind of an interesting thing, the way you guys define yourselves and each other. Liberal, conservative. How would you define a liberal? Like, to you, what is a liberal? Just PC, fucking fake, animal rights, gay agenda. Always pushing the liberal agenda. They hate Christians and they hate white men. You know why? Because they don't think it through. And they think they're better than everyone else and that they should tell everyone else how to think. They're just fucking assholes. Okay. How would you define a conservative? Uh, just Jesus everything, and they hate gay people and racist, yeah. but pretending they're not, and they're selfish, and they only care about money, and they think everyone has to do their conservative Christian shit. See, the fact that you start out by seeing each other like that, I mean, how could you possibly ever respect each other or agree on anything? Yeah, well, they do that, I don't. <laughs> you just said you do. You just described us with a string of insults. Just like you did. Yeah. Well, okay, okay, okay. This is getting interesting. Now, you... Define conservative. Conservative means values. Having values and sticking to them and, and defending what's right, not just saying what somebody said is right that year. You know what I mean? Uh, there's, there's things in this world that are right and wrong and always have been. And you have to respect where this, this country came from. And you have to hold on to that. And the fact that uh, country and God and life, those are all sacred things. And people should respect each other. And government is there to facilitate, all right? It's not there to control people. And the way you get the best out of people is to uh, make room for their strengths, not by overcompensating for their weaknesses. Oh, that sounds reasonable. That sounds like something most people could respect, right? Yeah. Now, define liberal. Just being open to things outside yourself, having your eyes open and thinking about others, and being aware that our planet is precious and we're responsible for that, and uh. people need to listen to each mm. other, and be decent and tolerant, and that a diverse community is a strong community, and sometimes the little guy needs a hand, and we're a strong enough country to do that, so we should. Okay, how's that sound? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you start by taking his definition of himself, and he starts with your definition of you, don't you stand a better sh chance, of have a better shot at, get at getting to some sort of consensus? <laughs> Who said they want that? That's another thing. They're not trying to reach an agreement. This is fucking sports. Hillary Clinton is a cunt. <laughs> so, love this. I love this show. It's I, I don't know. Long scene. I'll stop. No more long scenes for me. But Horace and Pete, I, again, I believe it's on Hulu now if you have an account. It's great, like 10 episodes of indeterminate length. Uh, you will have to judge for yourself. Good holiday watch. Uh, so, what's up, Dave? I have a few shows. I don't oh, know God, I really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what do we got, David? Uh, Pick the top three. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, Black Mirror is a... Yeah, is a I haven't one. got like, into... I loved uh, the f episodes I did see of Black Mirror. Yeah. The British Twilight Zone. So they came out with six episodes. Mm -hmm. I think, like, out of the six, there's maybe one that's not that great. It's kind of a retrade of a, of a much better season one episode. But, mm -hmm. like, there are two of my favorite episodes mm -hmm. ever. The first one, uh, which is about... 
basically everyone it turns out it's man yeah well it's everyone rating each other on social media mm. all the time so people have to act a certain way with each other kind of like in, like like the lobster mm-hmm. uh, I have like, and uh, there's another episode called San Junipero which, which mm. is just uh, a, a couple there's a there's a twist later on but a couple that keeps meeting each other throughout time mm-hmm. uh, but this is kind of the entire series trailer that kind of encapsulates it all if we drill down into the numbers, you have got a solid popularity arc here. No one is this happy. A two-year-old with a fucking balloon isn't this happy. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like that first it. episode is great because it's mm. this person who starts out like like a top-tier social... Uh, Has five le- meow meow beans. Yeah, like exactly. Community parlance. But dropping throughout like like <laughs> minor social infractions, mm-hmm. dropping this person like throughout the like course of a sixty minute episode. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I, pretty much everything I liked this year was a Netflix show. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt season two, mm. I thought was actually better than the first season. Yeah, I just I feel like it it started and ended strong, but yeah. there was a middle port part where I was like, this Netflix is... model. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But once Tina Fey showed up, I was yeah. like, yeah. she was great. Yeah, that was a cool character. Yeah, yeah. there was. I, one episode of Black Mirror where there's like uh, evil Ashley Madison and it's like it asks you if you want to cheat on your spouse mm-hmm. and then they send a guy to fuck you. <laughs> and that's, that's the twist. Classic Twilight Zone. Uh, uh, and they break your glass. I, I have a clip from Kimmy Schmidt season two. Oh, let me hear Featuring Tina Fey. I love Kimmy Schmidt. And Titus Andromedon still like one of the greatest TV yeah. characters of all time. And they gave, they gave him more depth this year. Yeah. And, like his, his Italian boyfriend with the, the puppet. Fucking, the fucking puppet grandmother. Puppet grandmother yeah. that no one t- <laughs> no one acknowledged. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Tina Fey is a therapist. A therapist who gets blackout drunk yeah. at night and becomes like Dr. Jekyll and Miss Hyde or something yeah. like that. Sorry, who are you? Are you serious? I'm Kimmy? Last night I took off your tights and emptied them in that trash can? Oh, <laughs> You, yes. I remember your shape. Kimmy, do you know how I got rug burns on my hands and knees? They flash back to last Um, night. I'm just trying to put you to bed. No, me baby. Baby, no go night night. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, you know, I totally forgot. I wa- just that fucking binge watch thing yeah. where you yeah. watch everything in one shot. Yeah. You forget it even happened. It was great. I mean, that's kind of how I feel with Black Mirror. It was six episodes. They're like over, mm-hmm. like the the shortest one is like a little over an hour. They get to like 90 minutes long, but I watched them all in two nights. So the, like a couple of them are just like hazy to me. There is one more show I want to sure. point out because sure, we're good. It, it was a Comedy Central show called Idiot Sitter that it only got one season. I don't even know if they confirmed never the heard second. Of it. Uh, it stars, I forget her name, but she was uh, in uh, 22 Jump Street. She was like the villain. Uh, she's great in a lot of little things. I know things, what you're talking about. But it's, it, this is, yeah, it's kind of in the same vein as uh, Broad City. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like this season of Broad City. I think that this I, show kind of did the two, two like, like. Jillian, two, Jillian two, Bell. Jillian Bell, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two women that just like don't have their shit together. And like, this is a lot more, has a lot more uh, focus because it's mm-hmm. about. One of the women is hired to be a babysitter for a, like a a damaged, spoiled adult by that's played by Jillian Bell, and also Stephen Root is the dad in the show. Oh, He's great too. Stephen Root. But this is a good little clip of that. Sorry if this book report's not very good. I've been up late working hard on it, but then also School Ties came on, and that's one of my favorite movies, which is surprising because I don't like anything school related, but I love Jewish themed movies. No, that's okay. Why are you interrupting? The book report. Oh, I didn't realize you... Are you reading that off the page? Yes. Oh, sorry. It's, it's <laughs> conversational. I thought we were just talking. 
Okay, well, now I lost my freaking spot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Dude, I, I had never even heard of this show. Man, I don't watch... I don't watch my cables at all. Yeah, it's basically two women like trapped in this ha like giant mansion together all the time. And all right, well, let's okay. go. Got to get to the end here. Dave, we talk about wrestling on a cheap podcast. Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Yeah. Uh, oh, hang on, I. Uh... Well, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I wanted to play this because you suggested Adventure Time, and yeah. I, I heard you describe it the other day. So I've, I've gotten really baked and watched Adventure Time. Had a great time, sure. but I'm not to the <laughs> point where there's a through line story. Oh yeah, the first two seasons are like lol jokes, random humor, and then season. Three onward becomes a very in-depth story that has a through line and the characters matter mm -hmm. and there's like a lot of shit going on that you can dig into a timeline and mm -hmm. lore, but it's done in a very playful, fun way mm -hmm. and not like beating you over the head with the story. And there's threads that they'll pick up three, four years later and you're <laughs> like, that's what that episode was? And like... But this, but, but it's coming to an end. Does the, yeah, another, the show seem to be? Nah. No? I mean, I mean, like they've they're actually doing a lot of like intense stuff. So mm -hmm. like, I, I feel like they're kind of working to iron out and explain everything. But it doesn't really matter because the best parts of the show are still much like the X Files. Mm -hmm. The best stuff was not the lore episodes; it was the fun. <laughs> and this already happy just seeing it was the, the friends we made along the way. <laughs> yeah, and this episode is called Daddy. A great episode from like an older season was called Card Wars, mm -hmm. where Jake, who's voiced by John DiMaggio. Uh, is revealed to be a huge, huge dork asshole about a Magic the Gathering equivalent where he he's a sore loser. He can't stand it. He has no chill at all. Like, the moment he starts losing, he's, he's livid. And so later in the show, he has, like, nine kids with Lady Rainicorn. Mm -hmm. All of them have a famous voice actor. This, one of his daughters, Charlie, is voiced by Maybe. Mm -hmm. I forgot her name already. Charlie She's in here. Uh, search party. Her show, Search Party, is pretty good. I haven't seen the whole thing. But, so yeah. this is, uh, you'll have to play a bit, but mm -hmm. they're on a boat with BMO, the little Game Boy person. Yeah. With a little life preserver. With a life preserver on. And they're just talking back and forth. And then you notice Jake has a weird shape to him. And you're like, why has he looked weird this whole time? And he pulls out a set of cards and starts trying to get his daughter to play the card game with him. So, but I just love the way BMO reacts because she's drawing back to an earlier part. And then we'll jump ahead like 10 seconds. How your card fingers feeling? That's a weird thing to say, Papa. Have you seen cards like this? What? No! Not today! <laughs> Vimo jumps off as a Game Boy, jumps out into the ocean and would rather die. And then, yeah, you can jump ahead like uh, 10 seconds. Uh, there's no time. That's good. Card Wars. Here you go. The great and venerable game of old. <laughs> it is the king and queen of tabletop games. Hmm. It combines the mechanics of simulated combat, <laughs> hand management, commodity speculation, <laughs> worker placement, blind auctioning, and set collection. And then it Battle happens in one of four combat lanes, this each deriving its power from one of the 16 themed elements. <laughs> Corn, wheat, blue, crystals, acumen, <laughs> acumen. But then he, he drowns out because this is a flashback to him losing a tournament. And just the sound of the ocean plays over while he screams in silence. <laughs> and it's basically how That's so good. How in the past he got kicked out of this league because he is such an asshole sore loser. <laughs> this episode was great. Uh, Daddy daughter card wars. Uh, Can't recommend it enough. Uh, nice. I got one more. Look, Grammy, have anything? Are you get down is kind of your pick of the year for TV. That was what I enjoyed the most. Um, yeah. uh, South Park for me, uh, like last season, continued its. It's season-long arc, mm. and this season, I think they said they'll never do it again. I yeah, see, I I weirdly fell out this season mm -hmm. because it's it was kind of like that. Um, not 
not a med- there was like that hamster epi- like set of episodes where it's like usually when they do serialized stuff it's yeah. good and I'm in yeah, but I, I just, really liked it I want to be on record as really liking it I just fell off the season because I didn't quite engage with it but the, the same institutional yeah. uh, relationship yeah. I have with SNL it's great to hear it's yeah. a cartoon that responds within a week to things that are happening yeah. I've seen South Park uh, yeah but like when they <laughs> serialize things they're setting up a plot sure, sure, sure. and one of the plots this year was Donald Trump losing yeah. the election and they very clearly had to like change fucking course and this this some of my favorite moments were like uh Kyle's dad is an yeah. online troll and, and he, that I like, he does like, it to Boston Stroke it's one of the funniest musical <laughs> sequences I've ever seen him harassing people online to a Boston song uh but I it, it lost it lost its story in the middle of the story and I think I don't I think they might have said what's the title of the episode it might be the last of serialization or something huh. like that uh, but yeah they might not do it again it it, did, it wasn't well received because it didn't have a satisfying resolution but the best they could hope for was kind of the thesis being the internet has changed mm-hmm. our lives and, and, and the, the stereotype the internet has of people becoming being anonymous shitheads online has maybe bled a little bit too much into real life. Yeah. Like the the, the the harassment, the trolling, even though I, I'm guilty of it. I, I That's how I use the internet, especially as a younger person. Some of it we're seeing take real life just be represented in real life now the our, our online behavior so this the show ended with uh, the internet being taken down and going away and having to restart it and i i don't know it, i do i didn't like the resolution i didn't necessarily like yeah. where the show went it, it has great moments i didn't think if it, and i haven't focused yeah, enough on the kids like yeah. there's a whole boys versus girls and carmen gets a girlfriend thing but it's like yeah it's that too was, much like you want to see a vagina yeah. holy shit that was fucking great <laughs> Uh, but I, the moment I do like is the the last mm-hmm. the last bit of the show just to let me know South Park is still there. I wasn't interested in South Park for like seven years until they started doing the serialized thing and thought last season it was really good. PC principal, great yeah, new character. Great. Uh, but I do like the last uh, Kyle's last monologue of the last episode. And so life goes on. The end of civilization didn't happen. A massive electric pulse completely erased the internet. We've been given a second chance. Anything we might be ashamed of, gone forever. Maybe now boys and girls can learn to respect each other again. Realize how careful our online lives have to be. Because we've all seen what happens when the Twitters, Facebooks, and trolls decide our reality. Now that we've been given this second chance, it's up to all of us to see what we do with it. And the first new email since the internet was erased successfully went out at 6 a.m. today. The honor went to a Mr. Dave Beckett of Boca Raton, Florida. Mr. Beckett, you had the honor of being the first person to socialize on the new internet. Can you tell us what you did? Well, I sent an email with a photo to my old friend Thomas Winger up in Connecticut. And what did you say to Mr. Winger? I showed him my dick, called him a fag. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was I thought that was a hysterical punctuation note on South Park. I hope it never goes away, and I really like what it does, even when the show falls flat. It's um, funny how you know every single earnest moment is just a setup for a shitty punchline. Sometimes <laughs> I definitely could see that exact joke coming from the entire minute it started. Yeah, it's gonna be a gay joke. It's gonna um, be a gay joke. Well, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, you can you can like it. It's fine. Uh, I I don't know. I just I, I love being interested in South Park again because I 
just had considered it one of those momentary trends in time that we'd never go back to. No, it'll never die. It'll keep fucking going forever. <laughs> I know you hate it. I know you ever. hate it. But that's it. Like, I wanted to wrap up. Let's get our plugs out of the way and then say one thing we're looking forward to next year. Um, um, 302010.net. That's the words. 302010 is our weekly look back at exactly what happened in a specific seven-day range. And, well, all this year it was 86, 96, and 06. But we're about to transition into 87, 97, True. and 2007. So if you're curious... If you do not want to face 2017, <laughs> you can instead member with us yeah. and uh, remember all the good movies, TV games, TV, yeah. everything that came out uh, in those years when uh, you were a little less jaded mm. and uh, calloused by rage. And see how things, I love seeing how things hold up. Um, yeah, it's a great way to revisit things and really be like, is. this is still great. This sucks more than I ever thought it could. And, and for our, uh, our Patreon members, we will have an exclusive uh, 302010 wrap-up episode. <laughs> I can't call it the 2016 wrap-up episode because it's wrapping up 86, 96, yeah. and 06. What what uh, performed the best, what won all the awards. Uh, check that out. Uh, thanks thanks so much for uh, supporting us throughout the year, guys. Well, speaking of Patreon, Patreon is also the home of Bonus Time, our weekly podcast about what we're doing uh, every week, uh, more or less. Uh, Bonus time has made me seek out the movies that we talked about yeah. here because, you know, you, I want to talk about things that I saw this weekend, yeah. did this weekend. Uh, but Patreon's also the home of Cheap Podcast, Pro Wrestling yeah. Podcast. We're going to have a best of 2016 episode for Cheap Podcast. But if you're asking what I'm looking forward to in 2017, uh, the New Year's generally when the WWE tries. So we've got the Royal <laughs> Rumble coming up, which is like... Yeah, that's always it's, fun. It, it, the first thing I'm looking forward to in a post-Trump world, mm. that there's still the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And then uh, there's WrestleMania, which which, you know... Most years has been good, but not this year. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's also part of our, our worst of 2016. That is, we'll, you'll have a exclusive on Patreon. Cool, cool. Dreamy, looking forward to anything in 2016. <laughs> uh, 2017. Sweet release of death. <laughs> <laughs> not even Red Dead Redemption 2? Yeah, not at all. <laughs> Uh, also, you know if I can get a plug pushed. in real quick, uh, check out my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got experience cleaning gutters, uh, oil changes, wheel alignments. Community management. It's Community it'll be great. Yeah. Um, else, anything you're looking forward to in 2017? That moment. Thor movie, man. The Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Uh, I don't now that I'm out of the loop, I don't know when I'll ever own one. Mm. Because Nintendo can't seem to realize people want to buy their products. <laughs> Maybe they should start manufacturing them now. And, uh, just a Instead of like, what? Maybe. We have a popular console oh. for the eighth time in a row and didn't know? That's right. We have our best of the year right. for games right. on Video Game Apocalypse coming out. I'm uh, looking forward to all the games that they've announced for this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Skyrim looks great. <laughs> and, uh, but I have an immediate one. Just I, I was kind of floored by the the trailer for Train Spotting Two. I thought it looked great. I love that I, that first movie is really personal to me. And seeing what those characters are doing twenty years later looks really fucking awesome. Every all the right people are involved. And that trailer, I don't know. I loved it. And oh. I don't. I wish I could go home and talk to my Train Spotting friends. I am definitely looking forward to the Fate of the Furious. Oh, I will be there. Oh, day boy. is that what they're calling it? Yeah, Fate, Fate of the, the Furious. Furious? Yeah, trailer. Wow. Uh, one toke over the line. I might. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but there's that. Check out LeisureTimePodcast.com. I can't not be there. Yeah, same, same. We'll be there. I can't believe it's happening in like four months. Fate. Do you get it? Fate. I get it. I Fate. Get it. I always With an eight. It's, yeah. It's uh, usually pretty gettable. That's so series. good. Uh, so good. But uh, we will be back next year. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, LeisureTimePodcast.com. I'll go with a song for the, the Train Spotting 2 trailer. Uh, Wolf Alice with Silk. See you next year, guys. Wolf Alice. Just looking forward to the door. God never reach out.